What's up, basement dwellers? I am on the set of Tome. Listen, um, I know for a fact that um, mental health is important to you. You wouldn't even be a basement dweller if it wasn't. There's a lot of stuff that we talk about on the basement that is cool, uh, but I want you to be able to focus in, push all the distractions aside, and just be able to focus in on what it is to have peace of mind. So with that in mind, uh, this course is for you. As you go through this process, you are going to come out on the other side freer than you've ever been in your life. So I just need you to get it. I don't care if you got to stop drinking coffee. I don't care if you have to like, you know, turn off uh, Peacock for a month along with Disney Plus. Um, invest in yourself. Don't just invest in other people's company. Invest in you. And investing in you, you're going to be the freest version of you you've ever seen in your life. This is something that is exclusive to my basement dwellers. If you use the code BASEMENT on the Tome app, you'll get 15% off all the content. I need you to go to thepeaceofmindcourse.com. We're about to roll, about to jump into another episode. But before we do that, thank you for investing in yourself and getting peace of mind. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a live stream. That was good, actually. That was really good. (laughs) Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the basement. I am your host, Tim Ross. And as you can tell, I'm a little tongue-tied today. But who cares? (laughs) I don't. Listen, uh, shout out to my press beers. Shout out to our basement dwellers. Shout out to our basement promoters. Shout out to the generosity of the people that just bombard that cash app and that push that push pal. Put pay pal. I was thinking push pay. More of that. That's where I pay my tithes. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Push pal. PayPal. Lord have mercy on my soul. PayPal Cash App. But uh, uh specifically to uh, my YouTubers, um, and you'll understand why I'm giving you a little bit more love uh, today in a minute. Um, but those that press B, those that dwell, and those that promote, um, thank you uh, for supporting this channel, supporting what we do. Um, we could not be out here standing on water without you, so I love you guys very much. Listen, I'm so excited, so excited uh, for today's guest. Um, today's guest is somebody that I wanted on. Um, I told you all um, that... Uh, we have over 2,500 people that have filled out um, a form, a Google Doc form to actually be on the basement. Those that want to be influenced, those that kind of just want to share their story. You may or may not have even believe um, the way we believe, but um, you're going to give us the gift of your, of your vulnerability. We'll be diving. 
we'll be diving in that pile for years because <laughs> I plan on doing this for years. I just want y'all to know this is not if you think this is some kind of one hitter quitter thing, you are sadly mistaken. I'm about to open this joint. I'm about to be here for like 25 years still on it. Is he still talking to people? 67 years old and another person I'm bringing on. I ain't gonna sound like that, though. I'm gonna be the dopest 67 year old of all time. It's only 20 years from now. It's 19 and a half, actually. So anyway, um, uh, but there's some people that I just want to talk to. There's some people I just get genuinely interested in. And um, I just want to hear about them and hear about their journey and hear about their story, hear about their expertise. And so um, the guest that I have today is one of those people. I was just intrigued when I saw uh, his Instagram page and saw what he was doing. And I just thought, oh, my God, I want to just sit down with the guy. Didn't know if he would. I just crashed his DMs. Just know if you're influential and I want to talk to you, I have no shame in just crashing your DMs Straight at up. all. Because the only thing you can say is no. Right? So I, sh I, I just shot my shot. And he responded. And I was, like, so happy. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're, we're going to grow together because this is my first time meeting him in person. He came from out of state. And uh, I'm just grateful that he's here. So I present to some, I introduce to others. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for AJ Ramos. Yeah. We are here. Let's go. We made it to the basement. Bro, you made it down to the basement, what fam. What an honor. What a privilege. Um, the, your flowers are coming on the way and they will be given here. Oh, bro. Just want to start off by saying that it truly is a gift to be here in your presence and that your presence resonates. And thank you for teaching us how to be a man, how to break generational curses. Thank you for allowing us to surrender and allowing us to embrace your grace in the season that you're in. And um, you're going to be, and you are, like our version of Don Francisco. Mm. So Flo Sabado Gigante, where you're going to continue to lead and light through different generations. Wow. And it's going to be a full circle as people come on this platform to shed their light and to be embraced by the gift and the knowledge that God has given you. So thank you. I'm pumped. Oh my I'm excited. Um, <laughs> coffee's in the system. Shout out to the team in the background. Like we're here. I'm all yours, my brother. AJ Ramos. Yo, bro. Thank you for that, man. Th those, you. those were um, um, heartwarming words to hear and very encouraging. I appreciate you so much. We here, man. Hey, yo, so bro, like, like, let's not front like we, full circle huh? you know what i mean like like we've been like we've been kicking it for you know a decade we we've been kicking it for like literally 33 minutes solid so, solid <laughs> a solid 33 minute relationship so man just 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 tell us who you are where you're from absolutely i would love to hear the backstory before we get into where you are presently and, and, course, and where you're course. going yeah for sure um my name is arnulfo jose ramos yes i totally understand and that's the same face that i got at school when it was the teacher's turn to say my name so arnulfo arnulfo you i like that r roll si. like you got it yes. you got it yeah arnulfo jose ramos aj ramos i'm a product of an immigrant i represent the 200 percent 100% american 100 salvadoreño from central america 503 si. but i'm like the United Nations of this whole Latin culture movement. So I represent all my people everywhere and try yeah. to be that light. I was born in Jersey City, New Jersey, West New York, New Jersey, Hudson County, raised by a single, amazing, strong, and independent woman that I call wow. Maria Ramos, my mother, yeah. who is my main motivation and the reason where I'm at today. 
her drive, her hustle has inspired me to be who I am. And it's why I do it for, right? Wow. Success success is when your family is good. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can take yeah, care yeah. of your family. Um, raised by a stepfather. Um, two sisters that live with me. One has Down syndrome who is beyond amazing. And she is our light, I Judith. And yeah. uh, my sister, Natalie, who is beyond amazing and is, is working to become a physical therapist. I also have five other brothers and sisters from my dad's side. Yep. And yeah, we're here in the music industry for 18 years. I wasn't supposed to be in the music industry, but God told me, hey, this is what you're going to do. And um, my career started, uh, my help launched the first reggaeton radio station in the country of the United States of America oh, uh, okay. 18 years ago. Oh. <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> All right, let's calm down. Let's, 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 I mean, th this intro is, is epic. Right from the now. heart, from the heart. No, dude, this is dope. Okay, so... So, um, first of all, shout out to single moms. Amen to that. Shout out to single moms that actually hold it down, Oof. ground, create a foundation of stability um, for their children to grow out of. Nobody wants to be a product of a broken home, um, but uh, these, these uh, circumstances and situations oftentimes, most likely, are out of our control, out of our hands, right? So when you deal uh, with the cards you've been dealt and um, Maria can have a son who's sitting in a seat um, of influence and doing well um, I just want to celebrate your mom for a moment absolutely yeah, thank that's you what I mean that's we, I celebrate her on Mother's Day on Father's Day every <laughs> single day and salute man beast. that's a beautiful that's a beautiful mommy te quiero mucho lo hago por ti oíste hey I love <laughs> Uh, Translation, we, Google Translate, Mom, I love you, and I do this for you. <laughs> hey, I got you, Tim. I see, got you. No, no, no. I got you. Entiendo. Okay. Uh, 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 entiendo mucho más, um, uh, mucho más, um, uh, yo hablo, than okay. I can talk. I'm sorry, it's broken. I'm going to hold you accountable, see. and in six months, you're going to be speaking more Spanish to me, okay? Absolutely correct. Listo? Absolutamente. Listo. You yeah, got listo. It, you got yeah, see, see. All right, all right. So, so, bro. Yeah. First of all, you look like you were 18 five years ago. Stop it. No, I'm this is dead, right? Like, I'm like, 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 whatever you, you, what I don't know what the Jersey water does, but like that's God's grace. God's grace. God's grace, bro. So, so, like, I'm bugging. Okay. 18, 18 years, years ago. ago. When nobody was talking about reggaeton. Nobody. Nobody. I can't remember 18 years ago anybody being like, reggaeton. It wasn't cool. It wasn't the thing. It wasn't pop culture. Okay. So 18 years ago, you started what? I started and I was part of the group that helped launch the first reggaeton radio station in the country and the first Spanglish format where we embraced our culture. Yeah. Yo hablo español and I speak English. See. Si. For Univision mm -hmm. in New York. Univision. Univision. Yes, CCC. And um, I started, um, you know, this whole from intern to president type of mentality. I started giving out flyers. But mind you, I was already in college. Okay. I was in college. I went to school to become a pharmacist. I was part of the early education opportunity fund due to the fact of where my income was with my family and yes. my single mother. Yeah. I was 
blessed to have my school paid because my academics were good. Yes, Gangsta good. and a gentleman all my life, right? You know what I mean? Like, with it, I'm with it. I'm with it. A so, straight A gangster is dangerous, fam. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. I thank the streets for everything it has told me. We can tap into that a little bit later. Yeah. But um, don't, don't get this shirt twisted. Yeah, you know hey, what? Bro. Do not get this hey, color twisted. I be trying to tell people, bro. Thank you, Tim. I'm a very <laughs> nice person, but, but I am... I am from the hood. You know what I mean? I be trying to tell people. <laughs> I learned some really fancy words. I accumulated a a a, a nice little a nice little um repertoire of diplomacy, but I don't want anybody to ever get it twisted. Exactly. That's you all know, I'm gonna go. That's that's, a, we'll, that's we'll keep it. we'll keep it there for yeah, now. We'll Perfect segue. Absolutely. Add your sponsorship right here. This show's brought to you by <laughs> Tide. There you go. Tide. I see you. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah. So I went I went to school for pharmacy. Then that was kind of boring. Um, then I was like, you know what? If if um, I don't like pharmacy. If you can't beat them, might as well join them. I then went to the School of Criminal Justice at Rutgers Newark, uh, ranked fourth in the nation, and I was actually in my third year of college already done with my criminal justice where i ended up um at a nightclub copacabana thursday night 17 to party 21 to drink and that was literally taking my friend out the club because he did not know how to act and he wanted to take my honda civic with my 18 inch rims and the black tints back to jersey and i said buddy you're you know you can't drive right so i, I stayed outside with him and literally at that moment a lady came up to him and asked him what he thought of a radio station and from that moment, I actually answered the question, and after that, the rest is history. Okay, no, 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 but you got to slow down. Though. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Because I see, like, I, <laughs> I'm i a visual person, so yeah. I'm actually watching what you're saying. Yeah. Your friend comes out of the club. <laughs> Lit. Lit. He cannot drive. At all. Takes my keys and wants to leave to Jersey because that's where I'm from. Yep. And tells me, I'm leaving with your car. And you're like, like, nah. Because I gave him my keys to go stay in the car because we're going to keep on partying, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. But he was like, nah, I'm leaving. So I yeah. ran out yep. to grab him. And then I was actually being a bro and said, you know what? I'll stay out here with you. Yeah, exactly. Let's took the L together. Yeah, took the L together. Exactly. And I got you. All right. So, so okay. And some random lady just walks up, Some bro? random lady walks up to him and says, hey, what do you think of this radio station that is launching 105.9 La Calle. First thing he does is try to flirt with her. I come in and say- La Calle, the street. The street, yeah. <clears throat> That's where the AJ El Callejero comes from because you know I wasn't original, so I said La Calle, Callejero. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that. And then um, I was like, pardon, he's you know a little lit, but honestly, um, I see what you're doing and you're ahead of your time. Uh, keep up the great work. I love the station, right? It had like a day launched. Literally, it launched one day ago. And um, I'm walking with my friend to the car because we decide to leave. And then I see the radio station truck. Long story short, I ask, the person's name is Guevin, and I appreciate you, my brother. I love you. If, if it wasn't because of you, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Still. But um, I was like, I just honestly, something in my spirit said, told me to say, listen, my name is AJ. I'm from Jersey. I love reggaeton. I throw parties. What's up? You guys are hiring? Never in my life did I say I was going to be in music. <laughs> Just like that. Pharmacy to criminal justice. To now, and now you on the to street. now I got a little courage. Pitching. Little courage yeah. saying, hey, you know, what's up? He's like, hold on, my boss is on the way. It ends up being that lady, the blonde lady. Gives me her business card and says, call me on Monday. Monday comes, 
my friends, so-called friends in that moment, were like, what, what do you think you're going to do? You're going to work radio? Like, what's, what do you, who do you think you are, right? Wow. And I say, you know what? You're right. Who am I? I decide not to call. And then to this day, shout out to my brother, Marvelous Fame, who I'm forever grateful for. He's um, my partner, my best friend, my brother. He sat down with me because he was, he's an artist. He was like, so you're not going to take this opportunity knowing that I'm in music? Let's grow. I got your back. Anything that you need, I'm going to teach you. And I called the lady back. She was like, I told you to call me last week. There's no work for you here. I said, what? Hold on. I got this. Patience and persistence. I called her every day, Monday through Friday, cell phone, reception, her office line, and I emailed her every day till she got mad and said, come next week. I got next week and the rest is history. 18 years and I helped launch the first reggaeton radio station, uh, the first reggaeton full concert at the Madison Square Garden, the first reggaeton concert in City Field. I was giving out Daddy Yankee Gasolina flyers. I was holding Wisin Yandel's umbrella and I was just running the streets promoting the first ever reggaeton radio station. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? Uh, yeah, it is. So even think about it right now. Like, oh. All right, so, so, so I, I just appreciate the steps i appreciate process Oof. and um um so man i'm just i'm just synthesizing what what you're giving me bro you get this opportunity some friends actually talk you out of it yeah yeah like literally who am i and it's crazy because ever since that moment i've realized how important it is to protect your dreams and to make sure that that circle around you my brother that is there for you and Ever since that moment, I've been cutting more ties and my circle keeps getting smaller and my dreams keep getting quieter, you know, where I protect them because real G's move in silence like lasagna, Lil Wayne real quick. But yeah. Okay, dude. Okay. 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 This is so. I'm just, I'm just feeding off your energy, Tim. Fam. I'm just I'm feeding, feeding off, off you. This is about to be a four hour <laughs> pod. All right. So, 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 so we got, okay. So you got some friends that talked you out of it. Yeah. And then you have a friend, a friend, my brother, till this day, that the first four years or five years of my career, he went with me to work. And it was like, literally, he wasn't getting paid, said, I'm going with you. I'm going to teach you how to get on the microphone. And to this day, he believes in me more than I believe in myself. Golly. And it's just like. And what's his name again? His name is Marvin Fleitas, but they know him as Marvelous Fame. Marvelous fame, bro. <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. This is to this day, yo. Huh? Okay, so all right, so so some friends talked you out. Mm -hmm. Marvelous fame talked you back in, and then you wouldn't take no for an answer. I would not. I would not. And it's it's that crazy faith, or I I try to I try to really build that exercise up to feel like that because it was just the spirit saying no no i'm gonna get this job like you said no but i'm gonna get it and i'm not gonna give up and i've always been an underdog to him and we'll talk about that i've always been the underdog i've always been the least qualified i've always been this this and that but man i wasn't taking no for an answer and here we are <laughs> monday through friday cell phone <laughs> Office line. Office line. Her her her, her 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 work phone. Her work phone. And a beautiful email <laughs> saying that I called every line for five days. I <laughs> proud, proud too. Hey, proud. Hey, Chest this, out. Listen, man. Listen, man. It's the only way to be. 
when you believe in something. Absolutely. All right. So so you get this job, right? Yeah. You wear her out. You get this job, and then boom, I heard Daddy Yankee. Yeah, yeah. And and another <laughs> more humbling story. My first gig is to do a live broadcast at a club, and here I am thinking, oh, I work at the radio station. I got a graffiti shirt done. That was when the graffiti was was mm -hmm. hot. I remember that. So graffiti right away, teams. I was like marketing, right? I put a yeah. graffiti shirt. It said AJ, La Calle 1059, the radio station in the back. I gelled my hair. I had my little chain. My <laughs> eyebrows were smaller. I was on my Puerto Rican vibe. Like, I get to the office, bro, and my boss is like, what are you doing? Where are you going? We're going to the club, right? He was like, yeah, but you're going to stay outside, and you're going to pick up these 300 boxes and bring them upstairs. Humbling. I was like, oh, so this ain't a movie. Like, I got to put in this work. Chest out. All right, 300 boxes. Say less. Let's go. Got that done. Filled out 400 music surveys outside of the club, all sweaty, drenched, and dirty. Stayed in the car. Paid my dues. Went around the block. Didn't hit the club. And I was like, what's up? What's next? My family crossed two borders to get to the United States. My mom crossed two borders. You ain't see, you know what I mean? Like, I'm hustling, baby. <laughs> you ain't telling me nothing. Nothing, nothing. This is light work, fam. This light. is in the DNA. That's all you got? I was yeah. like, so, but it was humbling, though, because I was like, my ego almost got me. But, yeah, I was um, in the Bronx on Fordham Road when Barrio Fino came out for Daddy Yankee, which was his first album, historic album, where Gasolina came out and... I was out there promoting his album, promoting the radio station, and seeing the amazingness of where he was from then to now. Mm -hmm. And obviously just history, right? The first reggaeton concerts in the country, in an arena. Um, it was a very underground movement, and we were just out there killing it. Puerto Rican Day parades, festivals, and ahead of its time. That yeah. radio station was ahead of its time because... Spanglish is it now. Yeah. Like that was 18 years ago. Yeah, bro. 18 years and ago. And brands didn't believe in it. Yeah. Like people didn't want to spend money. Now every brand, I mean, look at look at Bad Bunny right now, That's right? That's exactly right. But um, yeah, it was what a time to be alive. All right, so so talk to me about this it, 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 as especially as it relates to Latin American culture, right? Like yeah. um uh when when reggaeton hits 18 years ago, Daddy Yankee comes out. We're filling stadiums. What is this doing for um, the esteem of Latin Americans? What is this doing for the culture? It, you know, reggaeton was a very underground, you know, it was literally people from the streets trying to make it and trying to get out. Yeah. So at that point, it was still raw. It was talking about punto cuarenta, baby rastigringo, like guns, and it's, it's malianteo, what we call it. But it was giving people an opportunity to get out of the hood. But it was very talked down on. Like it was, you know, it was, oh, you're listening to reggaeton. Mm. But I feel it gave people opportunities to take care of their families. And it gave kids from the streets inspiration that, hey, you know, maybe I don't have to go sell drugs or, or grab a gun and I can become an artist. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just... To our culture, it even shows the power of our community through music. As yeah. I always say, Latin is pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And and it's beautiful because it's continuing to grow and continuing to bring opportunities. And if it wasn't for reggaeton, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have a job. And I forever say that to everyone. And hence why the culture respects me because I made it out the hood and I'm able to provide for my family because yeah. that genre gave me the opportunity to grow with it. All right. So... um forgive my ignorance if 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 this is communicated wrong 
would reggaeton to Latin America uh, and maybe a subculture of Latin America, like like people from the hood, right? Yeah. Would that be, would you say it's the equivalent of what hip hop was to uh, when it started? Absolutely. Okay. From the reggaeton to the rap in Espanol, it kind of started with the DJ Playero days a little bit before, which was more rap mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than obviously subgenres grow, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah then, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Wow, man. That, dude, that, I didn't even, I, I didn't know that. We here, baby. I didn't even know you just put me on game, bro. You just brought in my culture. We're gonna, we're gonna put you on a reggaeton record soon. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me get my Spanish down first. Six I wanna, months. Yeah, yeah, six months, Tim. That sounds Account- like pressure. Accountability is love, brother. It is love. It is love. Say it's that love. again. Accountability is love. Accountab- and self discipline is love. Put that in. Put that in. Accountability is love. Self discipline is love. That's facts. Because you know, in our culture, man. The word discipline, disciplina, is a negative feeling. It's a negative thing. You know, it's like castigo. It's like punishment. And mm. in reality, you got to love yourself to know when not to do something, right? Or love yourself. Hey, I'm not going to go out with these people because they're heading the wrong way and find Jomo, the joy of missing out. Like, you know, like, hey. Okay. <laughs> Coming in a little hot. Okay. Hey, I'm here for all of it, fam. I have. I have never heard of Jomo. Joy of missing out. Instead of love. FOMO. Jomo. Jomo. The, the joy of missing out. Yeah. On catching a case. You know right, you know what I'm saying? Seriously. Of, on of, a venereal disease. Oof. On, you know what I mean? Hurting catching, your family. Yeah, hurting your family. Hurting yourself, yourself fam. Straight up. Yo, no, that's, it's, dude, it's so funny you said that. I remember when I was, um... Uh, a teenager, you know, I was getting in clubs by the, from the time I was 16 years old because I was Same here. I was a battle rapper, right? So okay. I was getting in clubs. And so I got a car when I was 16. My, my parents, like, when, when I tell you my parents, like, did everything they could to give us, like, a middle-class life in the hood, they did it. You know what I'm saying? And so I had a car when I was 16, like, that nobody had ever had a car in my family at that age yeah. and i'll never forget it was a, a brown honda civic dx four-door manual roll down windows you know it. cassette deck and um uh I, I used to always tell my friends when we go to the club i'm not rolling five deep can't have somebody in the middle nobody's in the middle the, the chances for you, the spirit the chances of you getting pulled over straight up with that fifth head quadruples absolutely and we in la it's not going your way i'm not doing this so that was number one i don't rough i don't i don't roll five deep in my car if you have weed or a weapon i'm telling i'm not going down <laughs> you, for you you give them that disclaimer from the jump but it's a, it's important before you him, jump in my car like listen i'm a black man driving in america the chance of me getting pulled over are high if you in the car and you got weed or a weapon I'm not going down for you. So, oh, you oh, you a snitch. You ain't really down. Don't get in my car, fam. Simple. I'm giving you the instructions. I am not. At least you gave him the instructions. I'm not giving. I'm not doing a bid for you because you got a nickel plated deuce five in your backpack. 
I'm not going down for you, fam. It's not happening. Jomo. Jomo. I wish I had that word back then. Big Jomo. Big Jomo films. That's big <laughs> Jomo vibes right there. But that's beautiful though, man. Yeah, yeah you gotta know when to um you gotta know when to bow out gracefully. Seriously. Yeah, everything that you, you missed out on ain't bad. You can't drink off every cup of water. That's how you get poisoned. Yes. I'm 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 with these AJ Ramos. AJ Stottles. <laughs> AJ Stottles, let's go. Come on. Listen, I, I feel like I'm on a radio station through life right experience, now. Through yeah. life, 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 the best teacher. Bro, you, you <laughs> dude, you're a bright light, bro. I love you. God bless you, brother. Thank hey, you for having oh, me here. All right, man. so all right, so walk us through it, bro. Walk us yeah, through so, it. You, you, you've been in the game 18 years, but I love this origin story. I love the dues that were paid. I love the grinds that were made. And between now and then, it seems like there's just been success after success Ooh. after success. It's but I kind of want to know the progression absolutely. from there to where you are now. So we we did five years in Univision in New York. Yep. And then my soul started speaking and saying, hey, I, I consider myself a multi-hyphenate where, you know, like I'm an executive. I kill it on the executive game, but my soul says I, I need to speak. I need to be out there. So yeah. I started saying, okay, I like this. You know, I was a street captain. I was a promotion. I was a salesperson. I was marketing. I did it all. But I'm like, I want my own radio show. So I started getting, you know, I was the guy in the streets. So in fact, after I became the guys in the streets, I was getting brand deals as the street person. Never been done before. Like literally brand deals. Like, yo, that's AJ El Callejero because... I'd be working my MySpace. Yeah, MySpace, fam. I know, yeah. Oh, I we've been doing this a long time, fam. Yes, we here. We outside. We yeah, here, yeah, 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 so yeah. MySpace. Literally yeah. MySpace. And, you know, I had my name, AJ Lacaya1059. And I started getting some brand deals and people knew me signing autographs and hosting concerts. So I was like, okay, um, this music executive stuff is cool, but I want to do radio. So on my fifth year, I decided to jump and still work with Univision, but become a radio talent in Las Vegas. So I moved from New York my first five years to Las Vegas where I was, I literally had the number one Latin show in Las Vegas, top three general market. And for the first time ever, non-Mexican format got there. And I kind of helped curate Latin culture outside of Mexico in Las Vegas in those two years where I started, yo, this is happening. Not everything is Mexican music. I love Mexican music and we'll talk about that shortly. Yeah. But embracing more of my side of the latin culture yeah, yeah for sure for sure and you know helped a lot of people supported a lot of people did that in vegas for two years and then um it was my first like hey can we slow down real quick yeah yeah go ahead yeah you yeah, know no no no, no. <laughs> sorry no 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 honestly like what i'm what i'm um fascinated by is um you had a desire yeah uh, to do something outside of what was already working. M most people would just ride that wave. I've, yeah. No, you, I've, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know what's crazy, Tim, about that is that if you don't really know who you are or where you want to go, society will tell you where they want you to go or better yet, people around you. Like many times they were like, why do you want to get into, why do you want to do full radio? But you can be an executive, you can make more money. But I don't want to, I didn't want, at that moment, I didn't want to say, what if, what if, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I jumped, like, the pay wasn't crazy. I actually took a pay cut yep. to go to Las Vegas. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. barely making ends meet. Like, yeah. I was literally paying for my rent, paying enough to have food, 
and and you know my little cousin came with me who still lives there now and is married and fully happy in las vegas but it was yeah it was like i want to do more and literally like take this chance and they called me crazy and we're gonna i'm gonna say that many times in this conversation they called me crazy and um i did and it was the best move because i also learned how to become a man for the first time and be on my own which taught me a lot and i made a lot of mistakes yep and um but it was an important season in my life where i knew that i had to keep pushing but also keep working on a few things man i'm I'm really inspired by that because um you know when you want to grow you have to get out of your comfort zone and you also got to let it go let go of a few things you got to let go of i mean you had everything in new york number one market big city big dreams you make it there you make it anywhere and you go to vegas market number 27 perhaps at that moment or 30 even just the entertainment capital of the world but super small market yeah man and i was moving with the cheese vegas for me was like training yeah, training man. for what was to come. But but you volunteered for it. Volunteered. You know for what it. I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. like you were exiled to it. Oh. It wasn't that it was like, hey, we want you to go do this sucky assignment. You were willing to grow and you were willing to take a pay cut to do it. You were willing to uh take uh I'm gonna speak in terms of light. You were you were you went from you went from neon lights to a different type of neon light. Yep. But with millions less uh eyeballs viewing that and ears listening to that you know what i'm saying first time i left my family to build a dream and it was the first time that i me and my mother locked eyes and cried because she didn't want to let me go she didn't want her son her first son which um we also went through some things in the family where um you know gunshots and me thinking my mom was dead and screaming her and having that mom guilt and that emotional attachment like it was real that um i was like mom i have to go i have to grow and i'm doing this for us all right dude this is getting me chills now and um i've never spoken on that part ever and i just felt that my spirit said let's talk let's well, have a vibe let's catch it yeah bro so 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 i'm a i'm i'm gonna I, i'm either lobbing a grenade that you'll be like you got me twisted fam this is what's up or I might even be close, but let me talk about it. I'm married to Caribbean and uh, Caribbean culture moves a lot like Latin American culture in terms of family. Um, And uh, one of my takeaways is that a lot of uh, Caribbean families and a lot of Latin American families can um, end up codependent on each other. Hmm. Absolutely. To where I'm so still I'm, dealing so, with it. All right. So I'm not wrong on that at all. Right. So, so they, they wind up codependent on each other and there is this um, pressure on one side uh, that feels obligated, right. To provide for the family and to, and to keep the network for lack of a better word together um, but there's also a sentiment on the other side that's like, I want to do something on my own. Yeah, I want to spread my wings. I want to stretch out. But if I do, I'll get guilted. I'll get manipulated. I'll get, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. for you, for so so for you to have that grown man conversation with your mom, 
first time. It was tough. Oh my god, I, there had cried. to be tears like, involved. Like, you know, to the point like, hey, hey, don't go. And even before that, right? Like, I was already a college graduate with a, a degree in criminal justice and journalism and media studies, and I was still not able to make ends meet. Wow. It was year number five in my career, and I still was not able to provide as much as I needed for my family. Mm. You know, my my mom crossed two borders, um, single mom, and I was supposed to be, you know, the doctor. Right. The the lawyer. Right, right, I right. I was right, supposed right. to be coming out of college and having that secure bag. And yeah. I was out of college with two degrees, and there was no secure bag, and also had to do other things to make sure that my family was right. Like I mentioned, my family was always right, and I had to do what I had to do. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, it was tough, man, and it hurt because I was like, and that's when I, you know, I felt like, all right, um, there's definitely that codependency. Yeah. And But it was important for me to get out, yeah. to, to be in that season of Las Vegas. And yeah. after Las Vegas, I came back to New York. Yeah. Now, this is what I call the three-year marathon. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. Now, now I, I want to make sure I have the timeline right. Five in New York. Five in New York with Univision. Two in Las Vegas. Two with in Univision. Las Vegas. And now we're going. Now we're going back to New York. Now we're going back right, to New we're York. We're going back to New York. Um, Got it. What year is this? This is, oh, man. This is 2000. Jeez, like 2010. Maybe. Okay. Okay. 2010. Yeah, 2010. All right. So, you know, once again, to my hustler mentality, and, and I've always focused on solutions and making things happen. I was in Las Vegas, and I needed a marketing budget, right? They didn't want to give me a marketing budget. So what did I do? I went to home furniture stores, and I said, hey, listen, I'm going to make 5,000 mixtapes. They cost me $500. You want to give me $250? And I pay $250. I put your logo. We give you some CDs, and we hustle. I was literally selling selling water to whales, ocean ice to Eskimos, right? And they said, cool. And I, I guess, you know, the company didn't really like that. And <laughs> that's the first time that um, I realized, um, you know, how, I guess, cold life can be. Oh, for sure. And how it's important to make sure that you invest in you and your gifts and whether you work for whoever, but you're always the brand within the brand. And it's important to invest in you and to leverage your cultural capital. So it was a very hard breakup. It hurt me. But your rejection is God's protection, right? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, went back All to day. New York, three-year marathon. I start working for um, SBS and Mega 97.9 and 93.1 or more. Mega is the number one radio station in the country on the Latin format. It's the number one ranked in New York, beating all hip-hop stations. Wow. Yeah. But I want to share this story because I think this one's important. Okay. I'm seven years in radio. Mm -hmm. I'm killing it. Mm -hmm. I'm traveling. I'm hosting. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm getting these, you know, I'm getting opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, now I'm no longer at Univision. Mm -hmm. Who am I? Mm. My dependency was on the logo that represented me. Mm. Identity crisis starts hitting. Like, who mm. am I? Um, okay, Mirror, who am I? I go to LA. I meet up with SBS. I'm seven years in, fam. Like, I'm... Part of my ignorance. Yeah, sorry. SBS is... SBS Spanish Broadcasting System. They okay, own many radio stations across the country. Great. And in LA, they own, um, I believe it was called Latino at that time. And I'm speaking with the bosses. They're like, oh, we heard you're no longer in Univision. I was like, yeah. I was like, what's up? They was like, look, man, there's a line here. And I understand that you've been at Univision for seven years. But fam, you're going to have to start from the beginning here. You need to get back in the streets and give out flyers. Hold on. I've been in the industry for seven years already. I'm a talent. I'm AJ El Callejero, right? 
That's what that's what one side of me was saying. Yeah, the other for sure. One was saying, fam, go get it again. I said, say less. I'll start in the streets. It doesn't matter. You had already crossed word. one border. Exactly. You know what I mean? Three hundred. That's right. Three hundred boxes. Three hundred. I mean, you I know did what I'm it. saying? <laughs> and, and during those times, and you know, I was, I was in my faith, but I wasn't in my faith like I was for now. But someone once told me, and I read it somewhere. I don't know when, but I've always felt that due to my culture, my Salvadorianism. We're humble people. We do whatever job is necessary. And there came a moment when I said, I'm not working for a human. I'm working for God. Mm. Like he's the one that gives me the blessing. Doesn't matter what I do. Mm. Treat the CEO and the janitor with the same type of love and light. And I said, all right, say less. I'll do it. They looked at me. So you're willing to go to the streets again? Yeah, I need to get back into radio. Let's work. I was just testing you. <gasps> Holy cow. <laughs> I was just testing you. Oh my god. I was I was testing, I wasn't even ready for that. I was testing your ego. I wanted to see where your head's at. Where we would be crazy to start you on the streets. Ooh. However, we may need you for some stuff to represent us, but you're gonna start overnights on 93.1 Latin Pop and Rhythmic Station, and then we'll figure it out from there. I was like, okay, cool. Started that. And then I was the <laughs> stop. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Sip your cold go brew. Ahead, go ahead. Stop it, fam. Holy cow. How many tests are we failing? Because the ask seems beneath us. Mm. Wow. Bro, I can't let that one go, man. I got to marinate on that for Please. a minute. How many tests are we failing because the ask is beneath us? Go back to the street. Nah, fam. That's beneath me. I made it already. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Ego is the enemy. Have you seen my resume? Street team? Dude, how many tests are we failing? Because the, we think the ask is beneath us. I mean, that's humbling, man. Passion and purpose over position. Always. That's the model, man. That has to be the formula. Because if not, you, you man, I, I'm, I'm lamenting how many doors have closed for people that were ready to swing wide open. Straight up. They just wouldn't take, they wouldn't take the opportunity. To even say yes, it was a test. It was a, literally told me it was just a test. I wanted to check your ego, see where your head's at. I was like, I felt so light. Um, so I start New York. <laughs> but now, once again, right, like I'm still not making that bag. I'm barely making ends meet. Now I'm seven years within the industry. Family is like, all right, still doing what I need to do. But I had to hustle more. So due to this three-year marathon, I was... On 93.1 or more overnight, then they switched me over to 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. Now I was day part, New York, number one market, full show. My gift of being an executive, now I know that it's a gift and now I use it as capital, cultural capital. Mm -hmm. They're like, look, man, you're doing great, but we need you as a marketing and promotion director, dude. And I was like, you know, my, my, my kid inside me once again. And I said, you know what? 
And for everyone out there, um, you don't get what you deserve, you get what you negotiate. So stand up and make sure that you negotiate what you deserve, and the worst thing that they can say is no. So I said, look, this is the deal that we're doing. Um, I'll be the marketing and promotion director. Just give me a shift on La Mega. And however, while that's going on, I'm also going to work in other platforms. They made the deal. I was a marketing and promotion director for La Mega. I was on air for La Mega. I was the morning show host at Sirius XM Caliente nationwide for another company. I would travel to Washington on Saturdays to work for CBS radio because I'm Salvadorian. There's a big community over there that supports me. I would drive from New York four hours to D.C. every Saturday to do one day part from two to six. Then I would do one club at night. I would leave after the club, drive back to New York and do Sirius XM. I was also a freelancer for Telemundo doing some TV, little entertainment segment, little 45 seconds of shine because I felt that, you know, I wanted to do more. And then I was also the co-host for this big reggaeton artist called Don Omar the king of reggaeton, he slid into my DM. And, and Don, if you're watching this podcast, and I know you're going to be, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being the first biggest artist to ever believe in me because you slid into my DM onto Twitter and you said, work with me. And I ended up working at, at his internet radio station years ago with him. I was literally with him and I was just like, I'm a big fan of him. He's the number one reggaeton artist in the world, also a Christian. Um... <laughs> And um, yeah, so five media companies at the same time. Oh, I forgot one more. I was getting my master's in communication at Kane because um, I had started before I left to Las Vegas and I promised my mom I would finish it. So that You're was for my mom. You're an immigrant's dream, fam. <laughs> yeah. This is what we crossed two borders from, fam. Literally. Right? Literally. You know literally, what I'm saying? Not right. to become a, 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 a leader in the cartel. No, no. <laughs> right? Generational wealth and make sure that we break those generational curses and, and, and our future generations and, and my brothers and sisters can see that I took the bullet. I took the first bullet. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, and this is still part of that three year grind. That's part. This is this is all happening in three years. <sighs> I'm, I'm I'm sleeping in cars. I'm sleeping at the radio station. I'm with the same clothes for two days. I'm living in a basement with no windows. It's go mode. Yes, you're living in a basement. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. You've been living in a basement for a long time, Straight fam. Up. Holy cow. Yeah. So, wow. Um, here comes another moment in my life. And, oof. Yeesh. All right. Let me get a little sip of this cold brew. I'm going to let you do it. I'm, I'm going to sip the I'm, I'm, lean, I'm leaning into alcoholism. <laughs> I'm leaning into drugs. Mm. I become, you know, this productive person on the outside, externally. Everybody's seeing how productive I am and I'm motivating. And But, you know, alcohol got the best of me, man. Drugs got the best of me. And I no longer loved who I was becoming. And I was in my basement. Now SBS, you know, is saying, hey, fam, you got to start letting other things go. And I'm just like, but wait, I got to support my family. What do I do? I'm in 10 years in radio. Where do I go after radio, right? Yeah. Like, what do you do? I yeah. worked for Univision. I worked for SBS. Yeah. There's no other Latin outlet. Yeah. I applied for other jobs, but I was too Latin for American culture. And then I was too American for Latin culture. And there's always been that identity of, yes, I'm Salvadorian, but my accent is more Caribbean. But I represent two cultures, right? Yeah. And I caught myself in a dark day. This was when I was already walking towards God perhaps going to to church smelling like alcohol mm -hmm. and just 
needing his word and his presence. And thank you, Shaboy, for putting me on to church and to Christ. And um, I was in my shower in that basement crying, literally crying like a baby. And for the first time, I just got on my knees and surrendered to God and said, that's it, man. I'm yours, bro. Like, that's it. I'm done. I'm yours. Where do I go? What do I do? Lead me. Tell me. That's it. I'm done with this. Next day, I got fired from the radio station. I went to work, and I got fired, and I felt it, and that's when my life really started to change, and the day after, I was making more money on my own than I did at the radio station. All right. Okay. (laughs) And that's one of the first times, that's one of those times when I really say, I really had said, okay, God, so you do listen. Ask God questions. Ask him. And I asked him, and he, he answered, I no longer worked at the radio station. I was lost. But was I? All right, dude. Dang. Um, wow. <laughs> crazy, I know. I get goosebumps every time I say that dude. just because it's like, I'm still here. Yeah, man. <laughs> um. Um, dang, um, man, this thing is, I'm like very emotional right now. So if I start crying, that's just cause I'm a cry baby. So I'm like, but, 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 um, I'm really, um, I'm, I'm really, wow. I, I don't actually, I just need to let that marinate a little bit more. It's like super holy. It's crazy. <laughs> like on my knees crying in my bathroom, disgusted of myself because externally I look like I'm I made it, right? I yeah. made it. I work at the number one radio station. Yep. I'm killing it. Yeah. But am I really inside I'm kill I'm inside I'm killing it externally. I'm dying internally. Mm. You know what I mean? I do. And first time that had the the courage to to tell God, what do I do? Um, I'm done with this. I surrender without even using the word surrender because I had no idea of what that word meant at that moment. Do what you want with me. I'm done. I need your help. Go to the office the next day. I'm feeling this weird energy at the office. I actually tell one of my coworkers, I think I'm getting fired today. 30 minutes later, I get a phone call. AJ, come to the office. I looked at my boss. I'm getting fired, right? He's like, I'm sorry to tell you this, yes. But you're going to be fine. I said, you know what? I know I am. But I was dying inside. Worried about what people were going to say and think. Once again, my identity being aligned to a brand. Um, being aligned. And, and for anyone out there, you're bigger than the company you work for. You're bigger than your Instagram. You're bigger than the affirmations that anyone can give you. Own your greatness. Own your grace. Inner peace is a new millionaire. Work hard. Live harder. Um, one of the reasons why I started finding out that like, it's not about wanting more. It's about being more. But I was in a dark place. Where do I go from now? My identity is crashed. And um, crazy. God's grace. Next day, I'm making more money entrepreneurship than I did at the radio station. All right, bro. So, um, 
man, this thing gives me chills. I think the reason why it's uh, resonating with me so much is because, um, you know, I mean, this is, you can't be more poetic than you being in a basement. I mean, <laughs> we're here, we made it. In the shower. I'm talking about where oh, you okay, were. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, You're yeah, in like, a basement. One in window, a sh- in a garage basement. In it a was gr- a garage made up to a basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A garage basement that, there's no sermon being preached. None. There's no altar call being given. You're not like, I'm listening to Waymaker and then it just got through to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> there was none of that, <laughs> you know for sure. I mean? You know what I'm for saying? Sure. Yeah. It, it's like, um, you know, I was listening to reggaeton, but then Oceans came on in the middle <laughs> of it, right? No, it's like, God met you right where you were and he didn't care what your alcohol content level was he didn't care what you had been medicating yourself with up until that time you asked him a question and he answered right away that's what he does you know what i'm saying so it's just it's just beautiful man um so uh i i i know i'm curious and i'm I'm sure our listeners are curious as well how the heck are you making more money the next day after you get fired <laughs> this is like because yeah. again i'm watching a movie no, right no. now fam um, you giving me a full movie so you know man um for anyone out there too if there's any other advice that i can give you is you're always on a stage and when you realize that you're working for god and you put passion and purpose over position I've always been the first one in the office, the last one to leave, and I'm smiling at everyone. And I always have this intern mentality. And the book that helped me with that is, and the full circle story is that this person, I've actually met them and spoke, Kevin Lyles. He wrote this book called Intern to President, one of the top music executives now. Yeah. And I took that mentality and I said, I'm saying hello to everyone. I would go to different verticals of the company and say yo you need something how can i help you you need coffee you need this what can i do oh you need like i was working for everyone yeah 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 yeah. so with that energy and those opportunities people actually looked out for me well god looked out for me because i hit up a car dealership that i worked with and was like hey listen i no longer have a job say less aj you're our social media coordinator here's a bag um (laughs) hey aj i heard you're not with la mega anymore you want to pre-record a radio show from your house? We'll pay you this much. Hey, here's a bag. Sirius XM, I got you. Give you more shifts. Here's the bag. Um, calling up artists. Yo, guys, and this is another fool. I called Alexis Hifido. I think I've never said this story, actually. I've called Alexis Hifido. I was like, yo, Alexis, look, man, I'm no longer working at this radio station. Um, look, can I do some bookings for you guys? Can I help you? AJ, I got you. Say less. Get some shows for us. I started getting shows for artists. And it was that moment where Alexis Ifido's manager called me the next day. And I was like, you know, proper etiquette in the music industry is that you're not supposed to ever call them the artist. You call the manager. Right, 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 right. I didn't pick up his call for two days because I was so nervous that he was going to scream at me. Um, I finally picked up. Mind you, I'm right now I'm in my flow. I'm like a month in already. I'm I'm hustling. I'm I'm thank God I'm I'm being I'm I'm work I'm making more money working for Starbucks. Yeah. Right there, just hustling yeah, entrepreneurship. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally pick up his call and he tells me, 
AJ, listen, I heard you're no longer at the radio station. I was like, yeah, man. Guess what? I was like, what? Spotify's hiring, and they're looking for a U.S. Latin editor. Spotify had just started in the market in the United States. But hold on, hold on, though. Wait, wait. <laughs> this is real, though, man. This is real. It gets even better. But I'm going to tell you something, AJ. Two of your bosses that you've had in your career, one that's a vice president and one that's another boss, currently your boss, wherever else you are, they applied for the position. Two bigger DJs than you that have more years than you applied for the position. But I want to give your resume in. I say, say less, give the resume, just give me an interview, I'll take care of the rest. Seven interviews after, they still didn't think that I'd be the perfect candidate. Then I want to, I won't mention names on this one. But um, by God's grace, I became the first U.S. Latin music hire for the company of Spotify and helped launch and build the urban, tropical, and we'll get to the Christian part, network of what is Spotify. And I had the honor and privilege to educate the entire music industry of the digital gold rush that we were living. Sitting now, sitting down with artists like Daddy Yankee and inviting them to Spotify to educate them on what was happening. Sitting down with artists like Bad Bunny when he literally launched his first song that day and supporting him and being a part of what Bad Bunny is now. Um, giving artists like Rosalia, Rao Alejandro, the first playlist cover ever. Being a light. And um, yeah, that's where my Spotify career started. And um, crazier part about this, I want to just backtrack a little bit more. <laughs> As um, I'm having this Spotify encounter, now I'm having the interviews. I thought I was cute. <laughs> hey, God, I'm back. <laughs> um, <we're, laughs> hey, God, we're going to church. You know, we're catching vibes already because, you know, like we're getting into the spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I tell God, God, listen, I'm an underdog as I've always been. They're counting me out already. I got a deal for you. I try to make a deal with God, right? I'm so cute. I'm so cute. God, look, I've never read the Bible, but I'm already going to church. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab the New Testament. I'm gonna read it from front to back. I need this job. It's mine, fam. I was, I was at the barber shop. My barber was like, "What's wrong with this kid?" I'm at the barber shop reading my Bible because I had to get through the entire Bible. I'm trying to make a deal with God. What I don't know is that that word is smacking me subconsciously. You know what I'm saying? I like, do. Like, <laughs> I know like, exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I start feeling things and I'm just like, and compared to what I was feeling to the opportunity that I got, the feeling that I was getting was bigger than that, than that, than that opportunity for Spotify. And I guess I thought I was cute, but <laughs> I got the job at Spotify. I'm in there. Now here comes uh, my brother, Delgis Mustafa, who's another close friend of mine, who's actually Andy Minio's manager. Wow. Right. He was a rapper back in the day, and he was also cool with my other friend, Marvelous Fame. One day, he just says, hey, bro, do you have time to have a coffee? I'm like, yeah, cool. What's up? Comes, comes to the office, too, downstairs. Hey, man, you know, iron sharpens iron, and he starts talking to me about God, and like, look, I think there's an opportunity for you to be a light in the Christian space. I'm not trying to talk about your faith. I know that you're going to church and all that, but... I'm happy to support and educate you as to what's happening in the hip hop Christian space. I'm 
at Spotify, I created the number one workout playlist in the top, one of the top playlists at Spotify called Beast Mode, where Neymar, The Rock, and so many. No, dude, I've, I've, I've played that list. I created that. Holy cow. That was me. And um, <laughs> so he's, he's, now he's sharing with me. Now, mind you, I'm, I'm in a deal with God. I'm going to church. I'm reading the Bible. <laughs> Um, and, and the he, Bible starts reading you. Ooh, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. It starts reading me. Oh, man. And, um, you know, he's like, look, there's um, this artist called Lecrae. There's this artist called Andy Minio. I have no idea who these people are. Uh, Andy Minio, um, Chance the Rapper. He literally hears this playlist, listen to it, let me know what you think, and ask me questions. So I was like, yo, this is a vibe, bro. Once again, this is a vibe. I start creating Christian playlists at Spotify and was the first one to create playlists like Blessings and started programming Christian artists on non-Christian playlists. Wow. Records like You Can't Stop Me, yeah. uh, a lot of records. And I started embracing Christian culture music outside of the Christian culture, right? Just doing God's work. God, God's just like, All right, I got you, G. I'm here. So now I'm going to church. I'm The Bible's reading me. Now I'm supporting <laughs> Christian artists, but... I got another feeling. I'm like, all right, let's start inviting Christian artists to the office. Why if hip-hop artists and reggaeton artists could be there, why can't I invite Christian artists? I started prioritizing that this started coming through. But now I'm more curious. What about my Spanish people, though? Mm. I started doing a little research. I started connecting with people in the Latin Christian space. And I created the Christian syndicate playlists on the Latin side for Spotify. And I started inviting the, the artists where... Once again, I, I think I, I was probably the first person to educate all Latin, but even the Christian culture as to what was happening at Spotify. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I was at Spotify for four years, educated the industry, um, helped in Urban Tropical, killed it. I hosted their podcast. I, I produced, I negotiated, and I hosted their first ever concert in Chicago, 18,000 people, Bad Bunny, Daddy Yankee, Becky G, Nati Natasha, Joelle Randy, sold out. I hosted it, negotiated it, produced it. And killed it now that's four years at spotify oh another circle moment um <laughs> this is a movie this is a documentary this is, this is crazy and, we and are I, filming aj ramos's <laughs> documentary holy cow the spirit versus the flesh man what a battle what an everyday battle right uh you know i'm in this position of power i'm killing it i'm crushing it i'm a beast everybody wants to feel aj's presence right mm. god gave me everything i asked him for money power respect women mm -hmm. a condo mm -hmm. there's this emptiness inside of me man depression hits anxiety hits i'm in my condo on a beautiful day and i just start to cry and i'm in this depression and i'm still getting back to the alcohol and i'm still fighting i get on my knees in my condo and i cry and i tell god once again thank you for giving me everything that i want um this is not it <laughs> this is not i'm not happy this is not it i have the power and everything that i want and i'm now i'm, I'm really taking care of my family you know what yeah, i mean for sure but there's something more that you're telling me or asking me to do or i really need to start feeding the spirit and not the flesh but i just cried i went down on my knees i had just bought my condo city view beautiful area and i said i got this materialistic shit Pardon my French. I don't care. Is not it. Yep. I no longer want more. I want to be more. Let's get to work. Mm -hmm. And now 
I started getting into work closer into my faith, working on untangling everything, right? Yeah. And there just comes a moment now that my heart and my soul is telling me it's time to jump again. Mm-hmm. Jump, but you're at the number one platform. You created a, you were supporting and creating a green monster, the green machine, Spotify. Yeah. People call me crazy. Um, I wanted to do something else. I felt like I had hit my wall. Yeah at the company and I'm forever grateful for the company. It was a blessing. It was a vessel and it allowed me to grow. And I went to the office and the day before another friend calls me and says, Hey, yo, um, are you busy? No, what's up? McDonald's wants you for a brand partnership deal, a five city market tour. They want you to curate something and they want you to go to these festivals. I was like, yeah, how much they gave me the price. It was half my salary. So I was like, Okay, <laughs> um, half my salary, hustle, time to jump. I go to Spotify and say, hey, guys, um, I think I'm done here. They're like, what? Where are you going? Where's the competition? I'm like, no, I just, I want to jump. I'm going to do this McDonald's thing. I want to launch my podcast. I haven't launched my podcast yet. We can talk about that later. But um, I just want to jump. I decided to jump. I jumped on this McDonald's train. And God works in mysterious ways. Um, companies started calling me, man. I was like LeBron James on on free agency. Like I was hot. All I, right, uh, we, 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 hold on. Before put a yeah, pin right there. I want gotcha. us to pick up from right there. Again, you know I'm watching this. I'm, not, I'm hearing you, but I'm, I'm I'm watching you. Here's the thing that I'm like completely blown away by right now. <laughs> You're in a basement. And you say, God, I'm done. Whatever. Next day, you get fired. Yep. Right? Now you're in a condo. Wow, you really are breaking this down. Fam, I'm watching it. I'm not even. Wow, okay. <laughs> Take me there, please. Right, so you're down in a basement, fam, crying out to God. God, I'm, I'm done. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Next day, you get fired. Now you're in a condo, crying out to God. You gave me everything I wanted. I don't even want it no more. The next day, you go quit. Call me crazy. Number one platform. Beast. Free food. Free breakfast. Free lunch. Stocks. Pre-IPO. So let, let's, let's, let's slow this down. Okay. Real quick, okay? Because I don't want you to miss the trust God had in you. Mm. Talk to me. In that basement, he knew your identity was in that brand. Yes. And you wouldn't have quit. Exactly. So you got it all. So he made sure he closed the door for you. I wanted to quit a year ago and I didn't have the courage. You couldn't do it, right? No. So he made it easy for you. You're fired, (laughs) right? Yeah. Then he gives you everything you asked for knowing it wasn't going to fill the void you had in your heart but he trusted you so much he gave it all to you anyway knowing that you would come to the conclusion yourself and then do the right thing wow so in the condo he doesn't have to get you fired there because he knows that's my son he wants me more than he wants anything else now his identity is in me more than it is in any label and he'll leave spotify for mcdonald's no one's doing that fam no one and the reason why I can spot that is because that's what I did 
when I stepped down from being a lead pastor of a church. So real can recognize real fam. Thank you, man. And, and let me tell you, that story is also inspirational. And this, I, I got a pin where we got the pin. Yeah. But it's also a full circle story how I'm actually here with you and how God was the algorithm for us to connect and the content. When I got wind of your story and who you are, I was like, God, you're speaking to me again. Mm. Again. <laughs> and um we won't get to that we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna slow things down you said yeah, right? yeah absolutely there's a, there's a last day with us hit like share this with a friend please do something <laughs> come on fam let's get to work here like you know what i mean yeah yeah um <laughs> i love you fam i love you i love, love you. you too my brother we're yeah, gonna do bro. amazing things you know that right absolutely absolutely love you too hector love you too my scandinavian brother that's over there Jack Castillo, Juliana. <laughs> Hey, so okay, all right. So all right, let's take the pen out. You 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 leave Spotify for half of the salary and go to McDonald's. I go to McDonald's. I do this I do this uh um obviously, you know, through through the spirit I knew that like I knew I knew my worth. Mm. I knew my worth and then I added some mm. right at that moment, imposter syndrome wasn't real at that moment. We'll talk about imposter syndrome because it's an everyday battle. Yeah. But I was like, I can take this calculated risk. Why? Because I had that moment with God, obviously. Two, because I was understanding what my worth was. And I knew that if I had to jump back to corporate, I'm AJ Ramos. I've been curating culture. I educated the, inst the, the, the industry. But most importantly... I was serving, bro. Mm -hmm. I was being a light. Mm -hmm. I was giving people opportunities, not worried about numbers. Just give me good music. Yes. Since I had the underdog mentality, my oof, my purpose was to support the underdogs. Yes. And to give everyone the single opportunity. And to this day, you can ask anyone in the industry. AJ will sit with you and treat you like your daddy Yankee, no matter who you are. That's beautiful. Because I've sat with every artist before they were the biggest artists, including Bad Bunny himself. Yes, sir. So... Um, I took the calculated risk and people started calling, man. It was crazy, man. I, you know, Amazon reached out, Google reached out, three labels reached out. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, God spoke again and said, you know what? It's time for you to do something else. And Google reached out and. All right. So how long was the, is the McDonald's stint? The McDonald's thing was literally like a, a month, a month and a half thing. Oh, because the five cities yeah, and all yeah, that kind of exactly. stuff. Got it. Exactly, a month yeah, and a yeah, half yeah. thing. So, yep, yep, yep. But I was still, you know, I was still um, booking artists and kind of hustling and, yeah, you know, sure. doing, doing my thing. Yep. So then I started having conversations with, with Google. I took I took about um, three to six months, yep. right? But during that time, I was also getting into my faith. I was growing more but once again i noticed how my identity was so attached to that brand mm. and um how you know opportunists are real yeah. and how sometimes serving too much you get addicted to serving mm. and that feeling of serving but then you forget to serve yourself and fill your cup before you can serve the world it's facts bro it's like a big deal. It's a big become deal. a people pleaser you i started sacrificing family time um i've missed many moments with my family due to my hustle yeah but i no longer do that because my family's first good now always been i've always done it for them but start having the conversations with google it's insane that i actually you know 
we we got there and after spotify now i've been at google for three years wow i'm the head of artist partnerships and latin music for and culture for google and youtube i am an advisor a cultural advisor for both employee resource groups at google which is familia and hola and i feel like i'm a bridge between black and brown culture as well as i work with my brother tuma basa who's a director of black music and culture and Brittany, and once again need to put in this work for our space and to give light yeah so i've been at google for three years one of the first initiatives i did once again was all right what are we doing for christian music how can we support we did some amazing things with lecrae with reach records um we did an amazing live stream with maverick city from the crypto arena wow. provided opportunities and funding for, for artists from our shorts fund to black voices fund and um created those christian playlists and i've just been killing it ever since but now understanding that i no longer want more i want to be more and understanding that com change begins with us in community yeah. and literally just trying to be that light empowering the younger generations of executives Having people to understand, man, that we're a brand within a brand and sometimes we get stuck in this hamster wheel, man, that we need to invest in our intellectual property and, and who we are. And yeah. once again, just be a light, man. Um, Every meeting I go, I go in there smiling and what's up, everybody? How's everybody feeling? Words of the day. And just I'm feeling that I'm finally at a space where I'm embracing my unique spirit and what yeah. makes me me, including my scars. So, <laughs> All right, dude, th this is... um. And that's where we're at now, but well, well th thank you for the thank you for walking us through that journey, man. It, it was cinematic for me. Um, um, I, I'm when you say you're in a season now where you're no longer it's no longer about doing more; it's about being more. Can you elaborate on that? Um, yeah, man. I feel that I'm really owning who I am, but that also means my traumas, my pasts my sins, the hurt that I've caused, the hurt that's been caused towards me. But I got this crazy faith right now that if one day I'm no longer where I'm at, God got me. For sure. And I Absolutely. feel that there's a calling for me just to be more of a light. Mm -hmm. But I'm also understanding that I really need to embrace who I am and continue to, in my own way, bring people closer to God. And there's something that lights up in my spirit when I'm able to speak to people or people tell me like, yo, bro, I seen the change in you. You've inspired me. Yeah. And I want people that identify with me and look at me say, if this guy broke generational curses, so can I, but to be an example that I'm imperfectly perfect. Like yeah. I'm still working on me. I'm yeah, still like sure. every day. It's a battle. Yeah, me too. But I, I, I used to want so many material things, man. And mm -hmm. even, and being in a position of power, mm -hmm. inner peace is my new millionaire, man. And mm -hmm. making sure my family's right and my partner's right and just living at peace, handling my anxiety, my depression, my imposter syndrome. Yeah. And not allowing any brand to identify who I am and the gift that God has given me. Yes, sir. No matter what season he puts me in. Yeah. That's wanting to be more. Yeah. No, you that's know? beautiful, man. In a nutshell. Yeah, no, dude, that's 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 a beautiful thing, man. I'm I'm so appreciative of you um giving us the gift of your story, man. I mean, it's so inspirational, it's so convicting, it's it's a challenge. You, you know what I mean? I'm thinking about, you know, somebody that's you know, twenty years old, twenty five years old listening to this. Yeah. They're 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 getting a cheat code. 
basically on, on work on work ethic. They're getting a cheat code on on what a real grind is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, and you've given that to them freely. I hope y'all are taking like some and really good notes, man. Seriously, and and even I got a couple of more gems if you want me to share. Are you kidding this hustle. Um, Yeah, please. Just you know, laziness. I mean, stillness mm-hmm. is not laziness. Facts. And productivity is not toxicity. Facts. Remedy is the balance, and understanding that as hard as you grind, you need to take care of yourself and unpack. And look at yourself in the mirror and say, there's things that I need to work on. Yeah. And if you fall, it's all right. You can get right back up. Right. But ladies and gentlemen, all my younger generation, like your cultural capital, your value is what you tell yourself. And if you're not investing in what you're doing, if you're not reading books, you're not networking sideways, you're not paying your dues. So this day, Tim, I have an intern mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, ego yeah, doesn't yeah, get yeah, in the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, and I do. And you got to move with the cheese like, yeah. um, once again, they're like, like in my radio, how many times, if, what if I, what if I would have said, nah, fam, I'm not going to do the street team. Right, you know? right, right. Absolutely. And that life is a stage and use social media for the positive, but don't allow social media to dictate who you are. And That's it's correct. a question that I ask myself every morning. If I'm not at Google, if I'm not at YouTube, if I don't have social media, who am I? Yes, good. And internships are real. Um, for people out there, something that's helped me out a lot is if you're trying to network upwards, you have to understand that there's a thousand people asking that person, gimme, 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 gimme. Put in that work, comment, support, share. Ask that person, how can I serve? Correct. And when the time comes, yep. the time will come. Yep. And respect the process, man. The yeah. process is beautiful. Life's a marathon. It's not a race. That's exactly right, bro. In comparison, last one is a thief of joy. And I compared myself so many times. Mm. And that moment when I asked myself, do you want to be famous or successful? Mm. And I said, success. Now, what is success? Inner peace. What is inner peace? The new millionaire. But what is success? Making sure that I'm happy. Making sure that my family has everything it needs. Other than that, everything else is irrelevant and that my relationship with God is always growing. Yes. <sighs> I hope y'all and, took and, that. And I'm here with, with someone who algorithmically... Can, can we share the story on how like all this happened as well? Or is this yeah. this time? Or, oh, or, no, we can. We can go wherever you want to. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm here with my brother, John Castillo, who I met at church a couple years ago. And as I'm... You know, I haven't shared this with anyone either, but like through your content... I've wanted, I, I've been, I've been feeling inspired because my soul has been telling me to launch a podcast for years, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my imposter syndrome and my insecurities and my low self-esteem, believe it or not, has not allowed me to because yep. I'm, I never have enough time. And to hear you talk and to hear you speak gave me light. Mm. So I'm sitting with John after church and I've known John for years and we're finally connecting. And he says, bro, do you know who Tim Ross is? I was like, not really, but show me. And then I'm like, oh my God, I see this guy's content every day because, you know, upset the gram, Tim Ross, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I see this guy's content. It's amazing. Yeah. He's like, check him out. So I start checking you out, bro. And let me tell you, oof, you start speaking to me, boy. <laughs> I'm like, who sent you, man? <laughs> who sent you? God did. That's who sent you. That's who sent you. God did. Wow. Um, so whatever, I'm there. I, I comment. 
I, I, I heart a post, I emoji, I share something, and then one morning I wake up, bro, and I see you in my DM. I'm like, what? And then you're like, bro, we need you in the show. I was like, what? I was like, what? what? Bro, I was like, you cannot. And then I, call, I literally, yo, John, bro, you remember that guy you told me? <laughs> Do you remember that guy you told me, Tim Ross? Just like that, yo, guy. I was like panicking. I was fanning out, bro. Like, uh, Tim, you have this gift, and I know you know it, and I know they tell you so many times. And even when I came here to Dallas, and 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 I'm telling, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna sit down with like, your name has so much power, and by meeting you and seeing how you carry yourself, brother, it's an inspiration of what I want to be. So thank I you. thank you for that, brother. Thank you, man. And um. So I'm telling him, like, yo, bro, Tim, hit me up. He wants me to go to the podcast. Yo, what's going on? Um, so I'm reading more. To, as, as I'm learning about you and you're speaking to me through your content, literally on your YouTube channel. And yo, fam, listen, if you're a real friend, share the content. Like, give light out. Share. We support people that we don't know. You know he's giving you light. Share the content. But anyways, wow. so um, now I know I'm coming here and and and... My partner, my beautiful partner, Naira Castellanos, which I love you so much. Thank you for loving me, every single part of me. And I pray that I could be the man for you. And I know I am, baby. Yeah. I'm going to put a ring on it. Let's go. Um, you know what I mean? Come on, pre-proposal. You know what I mean? Let's, let's go. Let's put, we're going to put a ring on it. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you, the algorithm, God's algorithm on your, on your content is, content is king, marketing is queen, perception is checkmate, but God's algorithm is all over you, bro, because about, a, about four days after that, she's like, babe, check this guy out, check this content, and guess whose content it is? Tim Ross, upset the gram, and I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, I'm like baby, um, remember the podcast that I told you about <laughs> that I'm going to go to? um it's with him she's like what when is it it's this week all right i'm flying there and oh my gosh and um yeah so like it's just man we're here and and it's just it's beyond i can't even i can't even speak and i always have words to say <laughs> right but it's no, it's man, a blessing it's to be in your presence and I think you're showing a lot of men how to be a leader. You're showing a lot of men how to be vulnerable. And the way you lead is inspiring. And I've been everywhere in the world, Tim. And I think this is one of the most important trips that God set me to. And I know that I'm leaving here mad light. And I know that you and I, my brother, are going to do some amazing things. And I'm here to serve you. I just want you to know that. Thank you, bro. You know? <sighs> man, that's um, that's very humbling. Um um it's it's um this journey has been surreal like yeah. you, you know what i mean like like very surreal it's only six and a half months so yeah that, that's another thing um only god can do what you've done with this podcast man and and the people that it's reached and the growth in your youtube channel it's just it's six months yeah man 2500 people want to be in your podcast do you understand how blessed and privileged i feel that i'm here with you like once again god works through you brother that it's just this is what this platform is going to be yeah and it's going to be bigger than what you actually think and i hope you're ready for that 
And you better start, you know, building this team bigger because it's going to go. It's going. It's yeah. going. Yeah. Six months. Yeah, bro. Sick, bro. Six months. Six months. So so we, we um, our first pod um, released July 6th. And um, we were, we, we did it out of obedience. God is the one that told me to do the podcast. Like, But did you, when was that point that you built the courage because like it's inspiring you once again right you had everything you you were straight i was straight bro like <laughs> i was straight. straight i was straight i was straight i was straight bro straight oh yeah and like you know you, you got a fam yeah you got yeah kids you got yeah. your wife yeah you gotta provide yeah what what did you hear what did you tell yourself like what happened yeah man so i'll give you the story so in september of 2021 um you know i was leading a church um and september is our is the anniversary month of when we planted the church we planted the church a week after labor day 2015 so is that labor day labor day is in september yeah yeah okay cool i just wanted to make I sure first week or second yeah yeah it's the first it's weekend and then, okay so we started the second weekend so we have our we have our sixth anniversary and at the end of that month uh my friend charlotte gamble came Charlotte Gamble preached this message and it was great. At the end, she calls Juliet and I up in front of the whole church. She's like, I think God's changing the batteries in your leadership. and He's changing the wow. battery on your incitement. And God's going to start doing some different things in you. Well, we're listening to that and we're like, absolutely. The church is about to get bigger. We're going to hire more staff. That's going to change my leadership. That's going to change the org chart. We're looking to get in a bigger building. Of like, course. so I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You're, you're checking all the boxes. Thanks, God, right? Four days later, man, I'm in a hotel room in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um, it's five o'clock in the morning. I get up and have my devotion time. And then I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, hey, go watch that word again from Sunday. And I was like, okay. I like, I already heard it though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I go listen to it again, bro. And it was like, it was like he decoded the message. Like I started hearing stuff I didn't hear four days prior. You filtered out that noise. Yo, bro, like it literally, I thought somebody overdubbed Charlotte's voice. Cause I was like, she didn't say this four days ago. This ain't the same video. Like what happened, right? But what got what was happening was God was like, yo, I couldn't have made it this obvious in front of all the people because y'all already started crying. But he was like, wow. Your season as a lead pastor is coming to an end. Wow. And so, dude, I'm bawling at like 545 in the morning. I call my mentor in um, Delaware, and I'm like, I think God's telling me to give up my church. Like, I'm a yeah. mess, right? And so I come home and tell Juliet. We go on this journey praying. And by January of 22, we're like, man, I think, yeah, I think this is literally going to happen. Juliet think, you know, in her heart, she's like, maybe at our 10 year anniversary, right? We have three more years, three and a half more years. And I'm thinking, oh, that's probably too long. So I was literally thinking this year. Wow. I thought September of this year during the eighth anniversary, I'll be wrapping it up. So this is hilarious, okay? So uh, I have a friend uh, named Byron Copeland. Byron has three amazing sons. And I've known them all since they were teens and preteens. So one of his sons, JB, started a podcast with his friend. And they invited me to be on it. 
Go figure. Huh? And I'm like, oh, I'll go do it. Like, you know what I mean? I'll go help the youngins. You, you know what I mean? I'm like, you walk to the water. Yeah. You walk to the water. I'm like, let me go do this podcast. So this was in April of last year. These two are there. Hector and Sam are there. They're producing this podcast wow. for JB and his friend uh, AB. AP. JB and AP. JB and AP. Um, and so um, um, the podcast was called Low Low Places, High Pur- Higher Purpose. Low Places, Higher Purpose, right? And so um, I do the pod, and I'm like, cool. I'm glad to be your guest. Like, And it, it, I thought it went well. I dap everybody up. I'm walking out. The Holy Spirit's like, this is what I want you to do. I want you to start a podcast. AJ, my exact words were, I'd rather throw a penny in the ocean. I was like, everybody got a podcast. Why would I start a yeah, podcast? Yeah, right? And I'm an introvert. So like, <laughs> I do not need the light on me ever. You know what I mean? I love being behind influential men and women and uh, and and speaking words of life into them as they continue to grow in whatever God gives them. I love being the behind the scenes dude. I did not know that was coming to an end, right? So he's like, I want you to start a podcast. And so I actually called Hector and Sam back and I was like, do you think I would be like a poser, like the, like a, a you know. Trying like, to just ride the wave. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were like, no, like do it. And I hung up with them and I'm like, they're too young. Let me ask somebody else. So, <laughs> yeah. I went and asked like five other people. They said the same exact thing that they said. I should have just listened to them. Um, uh, so I, I asked some people that, I, that I've discipled and I've mentored and they're all like, fool, you better do the podcast. Like, stop playing. You understood the assignment. So um, I got with them in May and I was like, let's do it. Wrote them a check and um, it's kind of like a faith move, right? I'm like, so so here's here's what well, I prayed. I got to give this part is important. So I'm on a flight to Denver to do my God sister's wedding to officiate her wedding. And while I'm on the flight, um, I asked the Lord, I had been asking the Lord, when do I start the podcast? Because I'm transitioning a church. Of course. And he's like, I want you to start the podcast now. You need to have seeds in the ground um, uh, because I need I need the podcast to have roots that have grown by mm. the time you transition the church. I'm still thinking this year, September yeah, yeah. of this year. So, uh, and I know nothing about the podcast world. world. I have no idea what metrics are, algorithm. I know nothing, right? So, <laughs> um, so I'm like, all right, guys, let's do it. So we pre-record all of uh, June because I was on a sabbatical in July. Okay. No phone, no social media, no nothing. Okay. And um, I'm off the whole month of July. We launched July 6th. I come back August 1st and I sit down with these guys and they're like, we have 25,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube. That's crazy. In three and a half weeks. That's a case study right there. We're going to analyze that, man. Because yeah. It's, it's, it's really amazing. It's crazy, right? So, so and, and here's the thing, bro. It would have been, I don't think we would be in awe of any of this if like I had a church of 40,000 people and I had a million followers on Instagram and then I started a YouTube. They'd be like, oh, duh, of course that should have happened, right? The proportion of your Instagram following to your YouTube subscriber, like it's crazy. Like, yeah, you know, how the community has grown and how 
you know, you just see God's work through that, man. Bro, so, it's, so let me give you context, though. Okay. One over there. Wow. Bro, it's about to, this is about to blow your okay. mind. Okay. So in, in May, Hector and Sam took over everything. Okay. Actually, it was Hector, Sam, and JB that took over everything at that time. Um, they, they, they produced the pod. They did clips for the pod. They took over my social media because I've had a love hate with social media. I'm with you, man. I'm an introvert. So I'm like, I don't care. Now, Juliana is me on Instagram. Hey. I am just a. You got to focus on one you have to focus I'm on. I'm just a Colombian woman on the inside. <laughs> Juliana, que mala eres. I am Juliana on the inside. If you see me on Instagram, you're actually talking to Juliana. It's not me. So, so um, uh, like the team has been beautiful. So I haven't had to do anything except yeah. sit here, make content, fully engage. You, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Have the beauty of just uh, cross-pollinating with, with incredible minds. So, um, but when they took over the, the, uh, our Instagram, now, I was not on any social media prior to March of 2020. Okay. Okay? So, I get, I get on Instagram and, and um, later on TikTok in March of 2020. Uh, and so, between March of 2020 and May of 2022, we had 32,000 32, followers on wow. Instagram. Okay. Now that's just organic. And for me, that's a lot. Cause I'm not but, like, but it is a lot. That's a lot of people. Right. <laughs> so, so I'm not like, you know, one of these people that thought like, how come I don't have a million? Like quality over quantity, quality, bro. I'm like the people, the, the 32,000 people that ride with Tim Ross, those people are built different. Real people, real people, that right. Engage that engage, that believe in community, that believe in community and that are going to tell their friends and that, and that like, believe this gospel too though you know mm. what i mean because i don't have like the happy word my word is like pick up your cross and die raw you know what i mean like i'm coming straight at that neck you know what i mean so so and i was cool with that right so then they take it over and then it just starts getting it starts getting ridiculous yeah like 2.5 million right views like, and things going yeah, super viral yeah yeah like that kind of stuff yeah. right so 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 we have twenty five thousand people in three and a half weeks it's monetized on YouTube in like three weeks, which, you know, to hit a thousand hours. Yeah. A thousand subs and, and the X and amount of hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we had that within three weeks. It was already getting monetized. Um, and we were like, so I'm bawling. We're in, we're in Cartwright, so I'll never forget it. I'm crying like, like somebody threw a water balloon in my face. I cannot stop crying. <laughs> right? I'm crying. I'm like, I'm like. Tears are dropping into the omelet I'm eating. That's how much I'm crying. Wow. Ugly face crying. Salty. Salty Sal omelet. Salty omelet. It was delicious. So, because uh, I still ate it. So, um, <laughs> we, we, we're like, oh my goodness. Now, Hector and Sam are right here. They can tell you this is no lie. We literally were like, guys, we're going to start the podcast now. By the time I'm done with um, being a pastor, Man, we could probably have like three thousand subscribers. Humble, like, like literally, this is my target. <laughs> like, I'm like, no one's gonna listen to this, right? Or, or whatever, right? So, 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 it's twenty five thousand after three weeks. Then it's fifty thousand. Then it's seventy five. Then it's a hundred. Then it's a hundred and ten. Then it's one twenty five. Then it's one fifty. Now it's one sixty. And the 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 what did you say the um because I'm on a I'm on a uh, I'm on a twenty one day fast and I nice. chose to fast social media. Good. So what is what is Instagram right now? Three sixty two. 
362. When they took it over, it's 32,000. 32, 300 It's laughable, bro. Percent growth. Right, right, right. What are we talking about, right? So, 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 and then, you know, the, you know, God is in the algorithm. Like you said it, like we're not that smart. Like we're not all like previous sales and marketing guys that just know how to like crack an algorithm. But you, algorithmic code but you let you led with faith that's it and you led with faith and as a leader you curated an amazing team yes and then it was no longer about your plan right it was no. about god's plan and, and you released yeah absolutely so, took my hands off it man that's it you were like all right yeah three thousand subs you wanted right three thousand subs three thousand subs bro and and then it just turned into something obnoxious right so so we're 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 um you know, we're we're being good stewards of what we feel like God gave us, um, and understanding that um, this platform is still in its infancy. This is just a big six and a half month old baby preseason. This is preseason, which is kind of intimidating or, to say or spring training whichever sport yeah 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 exactly <laughs> exactly spring training if it's baseball preseason if it's football um so uh training camp if Train, it's mm. if it's nba you know what i mean so so i'm we're we're and the other thing is this is like this is my first month on the job wow like because i was i had two jobs last year i was a lead pastor of a church um, and then I was, um, we had started the podcast. So I was actually holding down two jobs while, while I was transitioning it. August of last year, it, 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 we got clarity that, you know what, this is our last year. And so uh, my, a, a young man named Tim Rivers, who, I, who had been um, uh, mentoring for about three and a half years, God chose that dude to be my successor to the church. Wow. And he's 35 years old. He's brilliant. He's 10 times better as a pastor than I'll ever be. Leaders lead. Leaders lead, bro, right? So, so um and they eat last. That part. Leaders lead and they eat last. No, that's that's beautiful. So, so right so as of net so December 31st was was officially my last day. And then January 1st, it AJ, honestly, it has literally been what you described when you left um uh not Spotify or the radio. The radio. What you described when you left the radio is where I am now. Wow. How did you <laughs> like How when did you, you said yeah. I started making way more money, bruh. It's insane. You 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 let go. So I'm gonna say this because we do receipts on on here. You right? separated right. to elevate. Yeah. So I won't give actual dollar amount, but I will give you zeros. So uh, and figures. This month was a six figure month. God is good. This month ain't over. That's Juliet was cooking something for the kids when I was wow. tallying up. After three weeks, it was a six-figure month. Wow. 
And 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 so, you know, I did like this and I went like that to Juliet and I'm like, baby, this is a six figure month and she's cooking something for the kids. She, she goes, something that's never been said in the history of either of our families. Wow. So we talk about breaking generational curses, Whew. but when you break generational curses, what are you setting yourself up for? Generational blessings. And generational wealth. And generational wealth. So a six figure month is something that overwhelms us now, but something that I believe God's calibrating us to for the future. It's not some fleeting thing that, oh, catch it in a jar. You'll never have that again. And Take a picture of the bank statement. That was a one-time aberration. That was a hiccup in God's plan. No, it wasn't. He's like, get used to it. But <laughs> in, in, in addition to that, though, because people can talk about it, but you actually put in the work. Like, you put in the work. Like, you jumped. You learned how to fly while you jumped. Yes, sir. But you put in the work. That's now, right. My other question to you is, right? Because how did you overcome everyone else's insecurities of the vision that God had for you? Very slowly. Very slowly. So um, when, you're, when you're leading people, you're going to see. All right. When you're leading people, you're going to hear it before they see it. That's faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, right? We walk by faith, not by sight, right? Yeah. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God, not seeing, hearing. So you're going to hear something before anybody else sees it. Now, you didn't even see it. I didn't. Right? You just heard it. But because you're the one in the front, you're like, you said it, we're going. But when you turn around and communicate it, they're, they're squinting their eyes trying to see what you heard and when you if you're a good leader you move slow you don't you don't need a hundred percent acceptance of what you heard you just need a hundred percent agreement that we're going this way but there was just there was another breakthrough for you there in that in this season as well because i think for the first time or perhaps a time mm -hmm. as you're a leader and you're being a light and you're giving your energy in this season that you just shifted, you prioritized what your soul was telling you to do and what your dream was. That's absolutely correct. And as you are a leader, you're still, of course, right? Like, yeah, but you looked at yourself in the mirror and you loved you and you said, God spoke to you, but oh, yeah. you put, I guess your happiness first or, or well, here here's what I would. There's happiness now, of course, right? We we cried a lot last year because we were leaving something dope. Of course, the of course, best church I've ever been a part of. Of course, and I got to build it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you built it. You were the builder. You were the farmer, right? You know what I mean? So so we built a house that we knew didn't belong to us. We know who the owner is, right? Then he goes, Absolutely. "Hey, I got new I got, I got new tenants for this house. You got to move out. I let you stay here, but you got to move, <laughs> right? You move." So, so before, when I looked in the mirror, before my happiness, AJ, was my obedience. Mm. Once I heard that. Did you ever doubt it? No. What you heard? Hell no. Wow. Uh-uh. I've been, I've been doing this 27 years. Indeed. So, no, there's no, no, no. When he talks. So awesome. So good. When he talks, I may not understand what the hell he's talking about. 
I know I just lost a thousand What's, subscribers that's, off that right there. You're you talking about God and you're saying hell. Anyway, um, uh, it's on the approved list. <laughs> we have a list of words that okay. we're like, okay. and I know somebody's going to be mad. But um, um, You'll walk on water and they'll say it's because you can't swim, right? That's exactly right. Um, that's exactly right. But uh, for me, when God speaks, I don't have to understand what he means. How do you? How do you teach that, right? Because yeah. in these moments of that you're sh you're shifting, you're switching, yeah, you're learning how to become what a podcaster now. There's yeah. a team, and yeah, how do you how do you teach that? How yeah, do you, how do you work on that? How yeah, do you yeah. work while you wait and worship while you wait? Yeah, yeah, no. So, so it's a beautiful question. So for me, when it comes to uh, and you definitely have to do a podcast. You're okay. going to be a dope host. Thank you. Because like you're already doing it right I'm here. Sorry, I'm like, oh yeah, wrap it. Do that back. thing now, bro. Do that thing now. <laughs> Launch the joint now, fam. You're it's gonna, gonna be, be dope. Can, can you be one? Of, can you be one of my first guys, bro? I'm there. Awesome. Absolutely. Hey, you came done. here. It's I'm done. coming there. Let's go. That, that, make it happen. All right. Let's do it. So, so I'm. You know, for me, I, I, what I try to teach people is, you can hear what God says, but you don't know what He means. But just do what you think. Do what you know He said. Because that first step is going to make everything happen. You live to learn, you learn to live. That's exactly right. You got to make a step. If you, if you hear it and go, uh-huh, I'll wait for you to kind of clear that up before I take my first step. I want to make sure I have my ducks in a row. Uh, I'm working on six months of savings because damn Dave Ramsey said so. And uh, I also want to make sure that... Um, I have my crazy faith list uh, ordered because Mike Todd said so. And I also want to make sure that um, I've been put back together again because T.D. Jake said so. What did he say so? Mm. That trumps everything. So when the Holy Spirit says your time as a lead pastor is coming to an end, I come home and tell Juliet, my, my season as a lead pastor is coming to an end. Baby, what does that mean? I don't know. Let's keep praying. That's love too. But we about to wrap this up. Then I got to share it with my staff. My season as a lead pastor is coming to an end. Oh my God. What are you talking about? What would that mean for the church? I don't know. Who's your successor? I don't know. Where are you, what are you going to do? I don't know. Jump and build your parachute on the way down. Except you don't need one because you're in his hand. Mm. Oh my God. Say it louder for the people in the <laughs> back. Did you guys hear that? Jeez. I'm in his hand, fam. Straight up. I'm wow. in his hand. So, so there, is, there was nothing on the inside of me that, was, that doubted what I heard. I just didn't know what this looked like, bro. I, there's, a lot of people think um, because of the sequence and because nobody really more people know me from a podcast than the 26 years of me being a preacher. But you needed those 26 years to be ready for the podcast. C-O-C. That means yes or yes. Bro, literally, people don't understand that nothing is wasted. A seed was planted 26 years ago. You killed it. You were on the top of your game. But even then, your dreams were this small compared to what God has. <laughs> That's exactly right. 
That's exactly and he right. He made you shift. He made you feel uncomfortable. That's he right. had to go through different seasons. That's and right. And those 26 years got you ready for now. That's exactly right, bro. Sick. So I'm literally living this 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 um this manifestation of obedience, right? And and ob obedience doesn't mean um uh happiness. Say that again? Obedience doesn't equate to happiness. So you obey, but that doesn't mean... No, no, no. Obedi uh, uh, Christ was obedient to go to the cross. But he wasn't. He couldn't have been happy about it. Garden of Gethsemane lets us know he was not happy about this, right? Wow. Scripture says in Hebrews 12, though, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame. Mm. What was his joy? Sitting next to his dad. Sitting at the right hand of the father forevermore right so so pain is growth pain is growth right so when he tells me i need you to go through this this is a dying for me you want me to take seven years of being a lead pastor in a church that i love that you gave me the blueprint on allowed me to build and you just want me to step down nothing immoral nothing illegal just because you said so a thriving church fam not a church dwindling yeah yeah hey, like AJ, we only had 250 people in its prime like yeah, you, you know, know what i'm saying you on cruise control right Bro, now we you doing that Right? And he goes, step away now. Step away from something you love, not something you loathe. Oof. Something you love, not something you loathe. Dropping gems here. How are we on time here? Are we good? Fam, we, we in the basement. Uh, right? we, we chilling, bro. So I, got, like, I don't know why. I just have a couple more questions. No, no, no. Oh, absolutely. I, I want you to get to him. So ahead, please. So, no, no, no. Yeah, just... yeah. So, so no, no. We, there ain't no rush, man. Okay. We can, we, okay. We'll be done okay. when, whenever we're done, right? So, um, so um and uh uh tell your tell your uh girl to come here. They're on it. Oh, John's they're, are, they're, on are they already John's on it? On great, great. John's on John, it. you're you're the man. Superhero John. team. So so um um so I literally just had this uh this resolve that okay, I'm going to be obedient to what you say and I'm just cuz remember this was in September of 21 that he told me to step down from the church. Yeah. He didn't tell me anything about the podcast until May of 22. So we got to get the sequence on, right, people. On. September 2021, he told you. September of 2021. Okay, 2021. Yep. That's when he told me to step down from step the church. Step down, but yeah. with no step down and do this. No, there was nothing else. Wow. So you blind, blindfold face. Same way, right? Let's go back to your story, yeah, right? Yeah. Are, are you willing to go back to the street team? That Because when you're a lead pastor and you tell that lead pastor to step down, step down to do what? Exactly. You want me to go be an executive pastor again, an associate pastor again? What am I supposed to do? I'm 47 years old. I have a 14-year-old, a 12-year-old, a wife, and a big old house. And you want me to do what? There's no 47-year-olds in the history of ever with a thriving church are going, chunking them. Because it doesn't matter how you start the game. It's how you're going to end the game. That's exactly right. And that's, So I'm, le I'm legit walking away from something that I love and I don't know what's coming next. And you've built and you've spent 26 years putting in that work, blood, sweat, and tears. And Okay, so and let's count this out, all right? So, so September is when he tells me. October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May is when we sign the deal Wow. for the podcast. June, we pre-record the episodes. July, it comes out. I don't know that it's what it is until August. So 11 months after I said yes is when I got the revelation. Oh, I guess you want me to do a podcast. Wow. So I didn't leave the church 
because uh, the podcast blew up. I left the church because he said so. And 11 months later, he showed me, this is why I told you to step down. Crazy. Because I want you to have more influence than you've ever had at any other time in your entire life. Because you're ready now. At 47. Not 37, not 27, not 17. You can get a promise for God that will take decades to manifest. Mm. And you're either going to have delayed gratification or you're going to FOMO your way into every mistake that you didn't want to make. His time is always perfect. Perfect, fam. And when you and I think another thing is that you literally focused on your destiny. You weren't looking to the side and worrying about what other pastors were doing or what other people were doing. You know what I mean? Comparison is that thief of joy. Bro. You said you focused on your path was well which is aj you saying that is 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 a big deal because there was no template for this there was literally no other pastor once again you just created a template you created the blueprint and you're giving so many other people life yeah man that there's more yeah and that's the trailblazer mentality mm. that only happens when a person's not afraid to go first Oof. and when you go first it hurts it does you get, you get the beating, right? That's right. You're, you're, the, the first person is the most misunderstood. The first person is the most criticized. The first person is, this is why, this is why I rock with uh, Apple and not Android. Because they was first. So they took all the knocks and Android was like, oh, we'll come behind you with our little green robot and open source the thing. <laughs> you can't knock the Google Pixel 7 though, all right? Check it out. All right. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm Google with you. Pixel 7. I don't I don't hate on it. I'm just saying I got you. The, the dude in the, the yeah. person in front is most understood and most criticized. And called crazy. And called crazy until. 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 Right? Steve Steve Jobs is crazy until. Until everyone in the world has the phone in their hands and literally changed the game. Absolutely correct. And it was a phone no one was asking for. Mm. Let this marinate, bro. Wow. Hold on. It's a phone that no one was asking for. No one was asking for this freaking phone, bro. So there, in other words, there doesn't have to be a demand when it comes from God. So you have a dream, you have a vision, God speaking to you, whether there's a thousand people doing it or no one's doing it, get up and go. At the time, Wow. That the developers are making the iPhone. Nokia, Blackberry, Motorola, and my favorite, I'm most biased to this one, T-Mobile Sidekick. Ooh, the away that, message. That was my joint. It was everything. What? That was Absolutely. my joint. That QWERTY board, bro, I could text without looking down and not miss a punctuation, fam. I was my thumbs. Before the voice text. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was a right? Two-way Motorola, two-way wow, pagers, the, the whole key. nine, right? So official. The, the Motorola Razor. Remember Ooh. that joint? Like that was, that was everybody's to just stick it in the back pocket. Innovating. My little, my little Razor, right? And these jokers are like, we're going to have a piece of glass you can interact with. We're dumping our entire iTunes list into it. And you're going to be able to make a phone call. And you're going to be able to make a crappy picture. Right? iPhone 1, we're talking, right? <laughs> Them dudes were just like, we're just cramming everything. No one's going to have a phone in their hand you know reaching for a phone and then reaching for a call and then trying to do and a pager no they were like we dump it all in here dump it all no one's asking for it and they introduced something no one was looking for 
And what is the response? We didn't even know we needed it. So if, so if you feel like God's telling you to do something, you don't have to look to see if anybody else did it before you. Just do it. People don't even know, people don't even know they need it. But if you're not obedient, they'll never have it. It's like, it's like the paradox of progress, man. The closer you are, the farther you feel. That's exactly right. You know, and you're almost like, at the breakthrough, but you feel like you're 100 miles away because it's dark. And you actually don't know it's going to work until you get it done. You can't go looking. We didn't poll people like, hey, how would y'all feel if there was a podcast on vulnerability? <laughs> if we created a space where people could just share their stories and be authentic and honest, open, transparent, do you think people would bite? Or go with the hype or go. You, you could have gone the easy way. Let's just be, let's, let's just have a shock podcast. Let's exactly. Talk about gossip. And, yeah, exactly. And Did you hear what that? Did you hear what that preacher said? Why would I want to bring attention to a bad preacher? Mm. Mm, well, if I think his sermon sucked, why would I bring attention to it? Just let him and his church figure that out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what am I doing? So that, holding space like, dude, we learned more wow. hearing your story than if I was here to just be like, yeah, put us on at YouTube. Yes. How, do you, how do you make the algorithm work? <laughs> this would have been a 30-minute pod, bro. Hey. You probably would have cut it off at 20 like, hey, you know what I mean? Hey, John, let's get up out of here. Like, <laughs> I would have been like, yo, John, listen, it was, the hype wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> but the energy is. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm just really... <sighs> I, I am hearing your story was so inspiring for me, bro, because I got to Texas on a word from God by a one way ticket to Dallas. I spent two and a half days on a Greyhound bus. My parents didn't have no money to put me on a flight. I Greyhounded here, fam. Got dropped off in downtown Dallas. My grandfather's brother picked me up from the bus stop and drove me to Oak Cliff. And that's where I stayed in the back room until my cousins let me sleep on their couch. Shout out to uh Latanya and I can't remember what her roommate's name was but they let me sleep on the couch in their two-bedroom apartment wow that's what obedience looks like Messy, I didn't move out of, yeah I didn't move out here and be like there was a Bugatti in the garage and <laughs> God gave me a mansion and I was 21 and a half no obedience looks like a couch <laughs> obedience right now looks like no health insurance so before y'all start tallying up, the dude had a six-figure month. Yeah, I yeah. got to pay my own health yeah, yeah. You insurance. Get, you know how expensive that is? Right you know now? what I'm saying? So do your expenses, right? <laughs> if I go to the dentist, I got to pay out of pocket. Ooh. This is obedience, though. Right? God says build a for-profit business when you've been in nonprofit for 26 years. Okay. You listened. It's your life. So that's the... That's the energy, man. I love it, man. And yeah. I know I got you here, and, and obviously we're here having a conversation, and um, I think something that I like is how you share light on relationships, right? And mm -hmm. I think we talked about this in those 33 minutes. That, um, <laughs> on the way here. On the way here that we've met, and I feel like we've known each other for quite some time. And, um, you know, in Latin culture, man, um, machista, you know, um, being unfaithful, cheating, um. I, my mother raised me as my mother and my father and like i had mentioned to you like i'm 37 and i'm still learning how to be a man for sure absolutely right and there's artists like camilo who's an amazing latin artist and one day i definitely would love for him to catch a vibe with you but yeah a lot of us don't 
didn't really have men to look up to that understood what it was to be in a relationship, mm -hmm. secure relationship, love languages, mm -hmm. or to leave your ego behind and understand that loving a woman is cool, right? Like yeah, when I grew sure. up, even with the music, right? Like, yeah. yo, I remember when I was growing up and, and I was dating and um, somebody came up to like, just like, you got a girlfriend? That's whack. You gotta got, you have to have girls, mm. right? Like, oh, you got a girl? That's whack. Or having one girl wasn't cool. Mm. Um, and I think even on that end, you're, you're showing so much light. Yeah. And I'd love for you to share with me some some gems yeah. on how to continue to build and maintain a relationship. Yeah, for sure. And what's important to you in that? Yeah, bro. So um, I appreciate you even ask asking that question. So um, when it comes to relationships, man, first of all, um, commitment and singularity is incredibly important. Right. Okay. If you're stepping into a relationship, commitment and singularity. Yeah, man. The reason why I I, I make uh, two words instead of saying one because you could say commitment, but singularity is absolutely important. There has to be exclusivity, mm -hmm. right? Even before the ring gets put on, mm -hmm. there has to be exclusivity because you're training your body when you're dating how to respond should you actually get married. Let me let that marinate. You are training your body when you're body. dating how it's going to respond if you choose to make a lifelong commitment that we call marriage. But but there needs to be singularity in the dating process should this relationship turn into marriage, right? Yeah. So um, uh, in the dating process, I would not advise anybody um, first of all, to have sex at all because you are never going to get into the mind of the person if you keep getting into their body first. Oof. And red flags become hot pink when bodies have already been together. Red flags become hot pink when bodies... Wow. So stuff that you would stuff that would have been a deal breaker had you not brought your bodies together, you make excuses for because you already love that vagina. Wow. And deep intimate communication is usually disrupted if sex is going on during the dating phase. So y'all don't get into deep stuff and if you do have blow-ups, you actually make up with your bodies instead of making yeah, up yeah. with your words. And those uncomfortable conversations are are so important. And being like vulnerable and surrendering to everything that you're thinking of. Because honestly, like in two different narratives could be in your head. She can think something or he can think something. And yes. it's like those uncomfortable talks bring so much growth. Absolutely. So makeup sex is the cheap version it's your NyQuil. It's quick. Puts you to bed. Puts you to bed, but it does not get you ahead. Mm. Bars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> put, that, put that on a rack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, album coming soon. Album coming soon. Dude, so, so, so I'm always encouraging people in the dating process to have the courageous conversations, right? Have the self-discipline. Um, the attraction is what brought you together, but do not start the sex. Because once you start the sex it literally disrupts the, the important ways that you're supposed to be connecting with this individual. 
and when it comes to and i think even you know even learning through life right i mm -hmm. think obviously we all we all have trauma right we all for have sure trauma, we all have things that happen um we've all been hurt or have hurt period right yeah is absolutely it, is it important if obviously i i personally feel that if you're gonna date you're mm -hmm. dating with intention right like you that got, yeah like you can't just date to date nah, right like nah, you're dating nah, all right nah, i'm nah, dating nah, her yeah that, am, I, am i planning that she's gonna be my wife or exactly that? yeah that but should be when yeah when do you speak of the trauma or mm. of the personal triggers that yeah. have affected you in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Is that something like the first day, hey, listen, I have this, I have this, I got to do this? <laughs> or like, how do you have those conversations? Yeah, bro. I think I, I think it needs to be, um, I think it needs to be intentional. Um, and uh, I think there's a time for that, right? Like, I don't think first date should be, uh, let me introduce you to the trauma of my past. Right. We don't even do that in an interview. Right. You, you have an interview with somebody. It's kind of light and easy going. And they may say, hey, will you uh, tell me about three times that things didn't go well for you? Or tell me about one time that you really felt like you you had it all figured out. But then it went bad. Right. They don't want you to like nobody's asking you to 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 come clean on everything on the first date. But once you realize I want to take this further. Instead of you finding out about them, you need to initiate them finding out about you. That's when you start giving people mm -hmm. the gift of your vulnerability, right? Transparency is if I open all these windows, right? If I open all the windows and, and you look in, that's, that's transparent, yep. right? Vulnerability is when I open the door and walk you into the places you were never going to see mm -hmm. through the window. That's vulnerability. So, so you, have to, you, have to, you have to know what you want from this individual before you take them on a tour of your home. Wow. Before you take them into the closet and see these skeletons got here because of my uncle and that skeleton got there because of my dad and over here, like, you, you know what I mean? This is what I did to somebody else. And you know, I have cheated before and I have been unfaithful. Or I have done this and done that. Um, I remember with Juliet now, Juliet and I's uh, story is not the norm. Okay. We were, from the time I laid eyes on her until the time we got married was, was uh, 15 months. Okay. Okay. So that's not everybody's story, but that's ours. Um, but I remember uh, I laid eyes on Juliet in uh, April. That's the first time I laid eyes on her. But I told her I liked her in May, and it happened in a phone call. I called her up on the phone, and I said, listen, girl. I said, uh... I, I'm going to say something to you and it might ruin our friendship. Some music in the background or no? Nah, no music in the Straight. background. I wasn't, I wasn't even, I wasn't, I wasn't in that frame of mind, right? I didn't even make a vibe. I just called her on the phone. <laughs> you and, with the spirit. Yeah, right? And so I was like, I was like, um, I need to tell you something. And I said, what I have to tell you uh, might change our relationship. And, and I have to risk that. I, I said, um, I'm very, very intrigued by you. And I said, and I like you more than a friend. Um, I said, I'm not telling you that I like you for you to tell me that you like me, but you need to know where I stand. Mm. I said, I don't know if you're dating anybody or not, but if you are, you need to know that's going to piss me off. <laughs> so I told her, I said, I'm going to be Straight mad if you, if you have a boyfriend. And if you do, and you're in a committed relationship with somebody, we can't be friends anymore. Mm. Cause I like you more than a friend. Took that so risk. I took that risk. And, and and I so I laid it all out for her, and Juliet's response was, "Thank you so much for telling me this would not change our friendship." That was it. That's all she said. That was not a red light. 
but it also wasn't a green light. Yellow? It was yellow light. <laughs> so we proceeded with caution. Ooh. That's what you do on a yellow light. You proceed with caution. So um, in, 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 the, in the dating stage, right, you want to know everything about the person in here but you before you find out anything going on here now there 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 there's you know there's a group of people out there and obviously I'm talking from a standpoint of a believer right I ain't talking from the secular standpoint right go live together for 2 years and see if you like it and at least have sex once cuz are you even going to know if you're going to like having sex with them it's like hey bro if you fall in love with somebody you're going to have to figure everything else out that's the that's that's part of love. For better, for worse, for richer or for poor, in sickness and health till death do we part. What do you think that's about? It's about the mystery of it all. So find out as much as you can about a person up here. Cause when you walk down the aisle, do you know what you're saying I do to? Everything you don't know. And 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 as a man, like I wish I would have learned that a lot earlier, right? Because for me, you know. Sex was like, yeah, oh, absolutely, a coffee, yeah, for sure. And when you really respect that gift that God has given us, and you, when you really connect with someone spiritually, yeah, bro, mentally, yes, and vulnerably, it's yeah. just like, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, and also know that it's more than that, absolutely, right? yeah, absolutely. That love languages are real; so they good, are, bro. So good, like, so like good. my 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 biggest one of my biggest regrets in life, right? is um not being a virgin when i married juliet it's one of my biggest regrets right like i'm over it i went to therapy i'm good but but one of my biggest laments is the i wish the only person that ever had my body ever was my wife when you respect your body woo! right because what i was putting out in my brokenness was all about trauma and all about you know the narrative I had as a little boy being abused and what yeah. I thought being with a beautiful woman meant, you know, to that abuse and numbing it. Yeah. Trying to numb it. And so, um, uh, you know, when you, when you know better, you do better. Right. And so, um, I, I, my encouragement to you is, and I love the way you've honored her, you know, even in this process, cause most dudes would be like, Hey, you know, I ain't got a ring on, I got a I got a person, but we ain't married yet, so I ain't got to say nothing about them. I definitely don't have to say their name and give them a shout out. You know what I mean? And there might be somebody that slides in my DMs from yeah. this podcast that looks better you, you than can her. Check, you can check my algorithm. You can check my brows. It looks good. Hey, mine too. It looks great. My internet. Li listen, that not brows check. That check. that not interested button will get your whole Explorer page looking like basketball highlight clips and butterflies, fam. I promise you. That's all that's in there. You know what the, I mean? The power of curation, right? The, the power of curation, man. You you have to tell the algorithm what you're interested in. Or step out the algorithm as well. That's exactly right. Distortion. That's exactly right. So man, I'm 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 uh Yeah, relationships is a big deal. Juliet and I love talking about it. We're gonna do like a whole we're probably gonna do four to six weeks on the basement of just I was literally just gonna ask stuff. you, hey, what what's up and when is the book dropping? So, uh, dude, it's funny that you say that because um, in about an hour, um, I actually have to talk to um, a book publisher. Amazing. Uh, that, that 
it was crazy because they texted me and said we have we have some fun stuff to talk to you about. And book publishers usually don't do that, right? Usually you have to go to the book publisher and say, hey, I have fun stuff to talk to you about. Exactly right. Exactly right. But we talked prior to the uh, holiday break. And then, um, you know, you don't know when you're going to hear from these guys again or if they're dead serious. And Well, they want to speak to you. Yeah, they, they was like, hey, dude, we got some fun stuff that I'm like, that means y'all been working for me without me. Let's make it happen. You some know more, what I mean? Some more health insurance money. Hey, that's all I'm trying you know to get I mean? is some health insurance, baby. Let's go. So, man, I'm, I'm, um, man, thank you for this time, bro. Thank you. Like, th- I'm literally like, like I mentioned to you, um, I think this is going to be, I've been impacted by this trip so much without you even knowing, and I thank you for believing in what I do. Oh, absolutely. I want you to know that you've left so much love in my soul that I just want to lead how you lead. And I thank well, you for allowing me to be here in the basement w- with your family. Thank and you, bro. we're family. Absolutely, And I man. want you to know that I'm here to serve you. Well, the feeling is 100% mutual. And um, let's just serve each other. Amen. You know what I mean? Um, that's the what kingdom. I love about what we do here is that we, we all just get to serve. And, um, man, I'm just so proud of you. Now, I want to make sure I, I, I read... I want to make sure I got this right. Did I read somewhere that you were listed like one of the most influential executives under 40 years old or something like this? Yeah. Um, three time billboard Latin power player three years ago, I was the youngest, um, first Salvadorian central American last year. I was Hollywood's varieties, variety magazines, Hollywood's new leader, 40 under 40. Wow. This year I'm going to come out in a Netflix series hosting called La Firma, looking for the next Latin artist. I also host a billboard show. I have a devotion on the version app called Godfidence. It's a five-day daily devotion where I connect mental health, spirituality, self-development, and yep. align it to the word. Bro, we need your podcast, man. And I'm just here just being imperfectly perfect bro man. we need your podcast confidence man. baby yo confidence <laughs> i love that and you put god in confidence and you walk around like i'm walking differently now because I've, I've had to let some things go and leave it in the mat and god has been working but sometimes we are what we tell ourselves yeah i've been leaning so much into god that he's giving me that confidence because now i got that confidence i got his word and yeah. i you know walking with my chest high and yeah. embracing every little insecurity and everything that's you know that's I've gone through, I guess. But, yeah. You know we here, dude. I I'm love perfectly it. perfect, man. Say Ross, I would say Ross. Listen, the no, on. no, I love this, dude. I love this. Congratulations <laughs> on Thank all your you success. So much. I honestly feel like um, God has given you a gift um, uh, of influence, and and I feel like he he's going to continue to put you in influential places and spaces because he can trust you mm. to represent him to them wow whoever the thems are right we and you know we're always talking about like revival hitting our nation and like god doing something in the music industry and god doing something in hollywood and god doing something here and there and everywhere and then it's been my experience that most of the people that pray for that are pissed when they see the people god chooses to put there (laughs) (laughs) And they're either pissed that it's not them or they're pissed they don't look like them. Mm. They don't sound like them. They don't act like them. But but why would God send somebody in a conservative suit 
to go talk to somebody. You know what I mean? It's so crazy. In some eight hundred dollar jeans and a Saint Laurent shirt, smoking a cigarette. You don't even match, right? You you would walk in all like I I don't understand what's going on in here. I was talking literally. At one, sorry to cut you off. No, man. you're fine, bro. I was talking at Lecrae's. Um, Lecrae invited me to one of his shows in New York, and I had introduced Andy Mino at that show. And I have a, you know, because I was taught, you know, through my growing up, the law, you can't do this, you're a sinner. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was scared of, my, of having a relationship with God. Yeah. And I remember talking to Lecrae, and I'm like, yo, Lecrae, like, I just went to a Latin Christian conference called Expolit where I spoke to Christian artists, but I'm also hosting Thursday Night Live in Miami. Am I wrong? <laughs> he was like, bro, I go through this all the time. Yeah. And I started to embrace where God has put me in between two different worlds, having the respect, but being a light to the world that needs to be it. That's exactly right. Being vulnerable and being imperfectly perfect. Absolutely, man. No, I thank you for being in that space. Thank you for being in that space, not undercover. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We we don't need co- covert operates, operatives in the kingdom of God going into these dark places. We we need to be unashamed about our faith, but understanding there's a level of diplomacy when you walk into someone else's territory mm-hmm. on how you're going to take it. Right and and use your passion and purpose over position to be that light and create those opportunities. Yeah, and just do his work. Yeah, man, Tim, you're the man, bro. Thank you Ooh! for having me here. Listen, AJ Ramos, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, has blessed the basement. Ooh! This is yo. This is so Thank dope. You, this is gonna encourage so many people, man. Appreciate you. So listen, um, I love all of y'all, and until next time, peace. <laughs>